0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. How's everyone doing? Good evening, chat. What's going on, Sarge? How is everyone doing this fine night? I don't know where I was going to go with that. I was, I was, I was going to go somewhere with that, and I completely brain farted. So what's going on, Sarge?
1: Not much, man. Not much.
0: Second, second show uh, of, the, uh.
1: of the brand new year. I've got my computer on life support basically <laughs> they- uh, i'm I'm taking bets to see when they'll finally blow up what your computer yeah yeah yep chat
0: what is going on We do have uh brand new emotes that uh we got unlocked yesterday because of everyone that uh either became a member yesterday or gifted got gifted a membership from either YouTube. Uh, YouTube lurker or stealth gaming so appreciate all that we unlocked uh, four new emotes last night so I created a Batman I'm Batman it's it's me as Batman with the beard Uh, the piece the uh, the psychic one and uh, the I'm shocked face so that's uh, that's the four new emotes that we put inside there so if you remember uh, emote away emote away uh, on today's show, chat, on today's show, we're going to be talking about Grand Theft Auto Online adding something new. We're going to be talking about Skull and Bones. We're going to be talking about uh, Ubisoft in general. Uh, they canceled uh, a couple things. Their stocks are down. We're going to talk about Ubisoft a little bit. We got lots to talk about Xbox, Xbox, or I should say Microsoft. We're going to be talking about the uh, Developer Direct that's coming out um we, we made a video earlier this week saying that was a rumor, and now it's true. So on January 25th, they have a d- developer direct at 3 p.m. Um, on, I think that's a Friday. I think that's a Friday. So we're going to talk about that a little bit and what they're going to show there. Uh, we're going to talk about Redfall a little bit, Sarge. I covered it earlier in the week. Uh, we might talk a little bit about Wayfinder. I don't know if you saw what I talked about a little bit about Wayfinder, Sarge, earlier in the week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Star, Starfield, or as we've been calling it, Starfall or star failed uh we've been we've been saying that by accident or on purpose whichever one you want to take uh <clears throat>
1: we're i'm, I'm talk- sure it'll do very well i'm sure it'll do very well oh yeah yeah uh gears of I war mean, it, it's it's on game pass
0: right that's right i'm sure it'll do, ver- I'm it's gonna, sure it'll it, do it, very it's gonna well. sell so many copies sarge on on game
1: pass so many well what, what, what i want to <laughs> know is this. this this is what i'm trying to figure out is is the funnel the way i'm thinking it is is starfield yes on playstation yes or no? no
0: no, it's it is not. not. It is not. on. Okay. It is not. It's only it. on PC Game Pass. PC, okay. if you buy it on PC, you can buy it on yep. Xbox or you can yep. play it on Game Pass on PC or play it on Game Pass on console.
1: Okay, so the only way you're buying, buying now, yep. Starfield,
0: is if you don't is if have you Game own Pass. own
1: a PC or an Xbox and you don't have Game right, Pass. Right,
0: and you don't have Game Pass. That's right.
1: This is going to be the most ridiculous lie about titles purchased ever when so, this game well, comes out well,
0: well that's how that's how all the games are going to be from now on like a uh, uh, first party title games right like okay i'm sure if there's like a co- let me get through the opening before we start diving into the conversations like this gears but of war is coming so- out with a game sarge we'll talk about what type of game it's coming out with all right we're gonna talk about a patent sarge we're gonna talk about a patent where you scream out at your television set that's sony patented we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later on the show uh- that sounds good. We're gonna talk about some Hogwarts legacy uh, news. We're gonna talk about Google Stadia. We're gonna we're gonna have a phone call. I don't have the I don't have the phone number anymore. Wait, let me see. Wait, there it is. No, Abe, 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 Abe. We can't pick up the phone right now. No, if you're watching the show, Abe. You, you, no, you. No, Abe, Abe. You can't. You, you can't. No, just, just no, stop calling, Abe. A, Abe, Abe is senile. He's a, he's a little gone, so Abe will call in later and tell us what's dead. Uh, he's gonna call us and tell us what's dead. Uh, Saudi Arabia, Sarge. Saudi Arabia. Uh, uh, it's okay if you wear headphones. That's supposed to wake you up. Uh, Saudi Arabia is making a lot of purchases, Sarge. They're making a lot of purchases. They uh they 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 purchased some more stocks in Nintendo. We'll talk about that a little bit. We're gonna talk a little bit about D and D if we can get past the rest of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about d and You have some information about it for us. And then also, uh, we're going to talk about VR, AR. Apple might be coming out with a VR, AR headset. And I think that about does it uh, for that. Uh, yeah. So that's on today's show. So it's time for What We've Been Polite. All right, Sarge. What have you been playing? Have you have you played anything this this past week? Nope. No, you haven't played 100, anything. Hundred, hundred percent
1: division two. Hundred right, so percent. You've been playing. playing some division 100% two. Hundred percent division two. Yes, right, grinding, so, grinding like a crazy person. Yes.
0: Right, so, have you found like new a new love for the game? Have you found new love for the game, or are you just kind of I mean, born out of your mind and you're like, you know what, this is the game that I want to play?
1: Well in the beginning of the year, I always go through like this little cycle of like what I'm going to play for games and what am I looking forward to and the games I'm looking forward to, I should play something similar. So then when it comes out then I'm, I'm comfortable playing it as opposed to going in cold Turkey. And uh, I guess it's the only game currently that's holding my attention because I've given myself goals in the game in order to spec out my character right then like you're, you're going for something <clears throat> yeah like like right now the goal is to get to a thousand level uh, So a I thousand level then, yeah get to a thousand okay right so then i could do the warlords so, good, content yes yeah, so i could do the warlords content to get the the unlimited resources So I can update the gear that I want to update finally, and then go into the dark zone and get some payback. I have some names down that I'm looking for. (laughs) I have some names (laughs) of guys I'm going to be looking for when I go in there.
0: Wait, wait for for the DZ. Yeah, yeah. There's some people with the DZ builds, man. They just run up to you and they just they they kill you in 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 a millisecond.
1: It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, this is that's why I hate going to the DZ. It it was like that in the very beginning, in the very uh, in the in Division One, it was like that.
1: Yeah, but there's a trick you can do when you start a new character. I know, I I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, Yeah. you go to level thirty. You You go to level thirty.
0: Run around, grab all the resources, and keep that guy at level thirty, and then never level him up. And then you can just keep going back and getting getting the stuff. Yeah. The D and D movie Krebsy, real quick. The D and D movie looks like a a rip off of Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy.
1: Sorry, go ahead. I mean. I predict that the D&D movie will probably be as bad as the old cartoon was. Oh, it looks worse than like, that. It, 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 you know, it, I, it looks worse than that, Sarge. I, I know it does. I know it does. Did did anyone see who Dungeon Master is? Did they show it? Did anybody see who Dungeon Master is? No.
0: No? I, I don't think they show the Dungeon yeah, Master.
1: Because my, my, my brain tells me it's going to be one of those full size people, but they're going to put it on like a computer alterated small body. Right. And I, I can't, I'm trying to figure out who it is. They would do who would, they, who would be the dungeon master. And the, the scary thought is I keep thinking, I keep thinking it's Patrick Stewart. I keep thinking, <laughs> I keep thinking that it's going to be Patrick Stewart because, and, and here's my, th- here's my rationale behind it because of who's in it. And who stars in it? Is it Jack and Black? He played, and he played Captain Kirk, right? That I think that they're gonna bring in another Star Trek person into the into the movie. I, that's that's the way my brain works. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Have you seen the trailer, Sarge? What? Have you seen the trailer for the new Dungeons and Dragons? I I tried to watch it. I I, I tried to watch it, but it's got Chris I Pine don't know. in
0: it. Yeah, F- from I know. Star Trek. If I that know. makes you feel better, <laughs> I, I, like he I played know. he played I know. Kirk, so. I know. So the the trailer looks I, I like mean, exactly. they stripped off Guardians of the Galaxy recipe. They are just like, hey, this worked for Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's do it for Let's do it for this. That's exactly yeah, what it looks
1: like. But it's but it's D and D. Right. It's
0: Dungeons you know, and Dragons.
1: It's, yeah. It's D and D. Like I'll, the whole I'll, the whole point of the cartoon was the kids were lost in a world, and then they were there, But they were manipulated to stay there, in order to help out people in that world as opposed to going back to their own world without the magic weapons and just helping people there. Right. 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 Cause if anybody's watched the cartoon when they were younger, the old cartoon, right? yeah. they went home, they went home twice, twice. And they went back and they came back like, yeah. like, here's the, here we found a way out. We should go out. And then their truest heart said, I should go back to the spot where I'm about to die every day, as opposed to just going home. Right. It's probably right? like, home. It's boring at home. Yeah, it's boring. Right. Well, because there was no cell phones or iPads then, right? That's why right. it's like, who wants to go to soccer practice I'd rather be a barbarian in a D&D game, right? Real,
0: real quick, I just want to say thank you very much, uh, El Dente, for becoming a, uh, a member. Appreciate that very much. Uh, anybody else that wants to become a member, we have a membership button now. And and if people do gift uh, memberships, you have to make sure you're opt-in. There's a little button, a little thing that pops up on the screen. Make sure you're opt-in. So if you are here and someone does gift a membership that you can get, uh, you can claim it. Uh, so, so Sarge, you're, you're going for a build. I'm, I'm, I almost got sidetracked yesterday, right? Um, I don't know if rebels in chat, if rebels here, we, we got a sniper rifle yesterday and I forget what the sniper rifle was called. And I've been building up. A... I mean, you, you mean the rogue magnet?
1: You mean the rogue magnet? Yeah. I've right? been, I've been, I've been, I've been building
0: right? a LMG and an AR build for like months now. Right. I, I got a chameleon last night that is just this much better than the one I have, right? Like, so it, it saves me one level up to get the resources and stuff, so I'm going to use it. But it's also 200,000 damage less, right? Or 0.2 less of, of the damage, right? So I was like, okay. But then, right before we got off, we did a mission, and I got a drop of this sniper rifle. And i forget figure out what the sniper rifle's called. And it's it's a god roll. Like, it was maxed out across the board. I was like, ooh, I was like, and now I want to build a sniper rifle build. And I'm like, no. Stay focused, dirty. You got to you got to stay on this. You've been on this for weeks and months trying to level up the LMG and the AR build, and now I found this sniper rifle and now I'm like,
1: mm, I might I might you Don't do don't deviate. Yeah. Don't deviate. You got to you got to finish, you got to finish one. You got to finish one. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not it's not horrendous. But I'll tell you what, if you get into a nice groove, and I get into a nice groove where this is what I do now. I bounce around inside the zone and I get everything to like level three or four. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I, I, call for matchmaking. I call for help. And then as soon as someone pops in, I'm doing a bounty. Right? I, I pick a bounty and then I bounce from bounty to control point back to bounty to control point. And then when I see somebody starting to wander, they start going in a circle, which means they're getting ready to leave. Then I do the main mission. And I have my uh I have my manhunt mission reset. So the new manhunt, I have it reset so when I pick it, it's the manhunt mission. And every no one wants to leave because it's the manhunt mission because they know you get a good drop. Right. So I, I basically I'm I'm keeping randos with me the whole time and my levels are just going like this. Yeah, I went up seven levels last night in about about two
0: and a half hours. We were just doing control points and doing missions and we were just flying. I like the Guardian thing, though. I actually... Okay, last week we it's did the... Pl- the, polar- it's, the it's, it's What was it called? The Polarity? Polarity one last week? And then this yeah, week's the plus, Guardian. minus,
1: minus, B plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I like that one. But then I really liked this one, right? Because I'm like, oh, this is cool. Because you have to find the guy. So it kind of changes up the feel of the game. But then when you hit that guy, when you hit the Guardian down and your gun gets... greenhouse. screen oh, house. Oh, it's like... Woo! Ooh,
1: it just, it's just, yeah. just, you just you, you start just start cleaning house
0: yeah, just, it's like a laser I, I, I'll, it's
1: like a laser i'll tell you i'll tell you what gun is it was worth having a maxed out stoner oh if if you have a maxed out stoner and that and, and you trip that that buff you basically it's a chainsaw it's it's hilarious yeah well
0: rebel said he was using the bullet king i think he was he says it he goes it's stupid
1: he goes it's so, stu- <laughs> it's so stupid it's just stupid
0: Right, like I was just yeah, using, I was just when using you, the chameleon. When you
1: say, it fun. It oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, yeah. Stupid means it, it's fun. Like it's just my my chameleon when I get the bonus is literally it doesn't move. It's just a laser and laser. Just, <gasps> and you're just you're just burning through bullets. I was like, man, this is fun. It was a, it was a fun little thing, and I've never really partaked in any of those uh, events that they have through each week. I saw them and I was like, yeah, whatever. It's just this. I'm actually having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun with Division Two right now. Even when I'm not streaming, I kind of like log in, do a couple of missions, and then I log out. Like, I don't know. It's just fun again. And and, and amazing parts are it's been four years since this game has been out, right? Four years this game has been out. It's been six years since Division 1 has been out. And I can't believe, like, not that I've been playing it every day for four years, right?
1: Because this is a placeholder. It's a placeholder game. Right.
0: I don't know. And I know Transformers is coming out, and I know I'm excited about that. I don't think I'll ever play a game like I played Destiny again because I, I I like hate it because I played so much of that one game. I missed out on oh so many God other
1: it. games. Right? Yeah, but it was so fun at the time. Sure. It really was it really
0: was fun. I, at the I time. might I might fall back on the words and I might be playing Transformers every day of the of, of the but, but year maybe, but I don't know about four years.
1: Yeah, but you do remember the reason why we played Destiny as much as we did is because we were playing we just got out of playing Borderlands 2 for 3 years. Well,
0: no, no, we, we were playing Defiance. We were playing Borderlands 2 and
1: Defiance
0: before yeah. uh, before uh before, before Destiny, before came, Destiny out.
1: came out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah Defiance. And so you were,
1: So you were used to it. You were used to playing that long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was just I just miss out. Like I look back on it and I'm like, "Man, I, I missed so many games." Come was like, "Hey, have you played this game, I'm like when did that come out?" I'm like, no.
1: Oh during during yeah. those years? Oh, the,
0: you mean the yeah, the 6 years? Yeah. And I I played I played division I played I'm sorry, Destiny 1 solid for the 3 years. Solid. Oh yeah. And then when Destiny 2 came out, that's when I was like, eh, I played it, put it down, played it, put it down, played it, put it down type of thing, but I don't I don't know if I ever want to play a game like that again. It it's got to be good. It's got to be something I'm interested in, you know. Here's a hope. Well, we'll see. Here's we'll, a hope. We'll
1: see. We'll see how Hogwarts is, and we're gonna see how the Transformer game is.
0: Well, I haven't been playing much myself. I've been playing Star Wars uh, Legos uh, on Mondays. I'm um, uh, the Skywalker Saga. I really like that game, man. It's just a fun game. Have you have you tried it yet?
1: Of course not yet. Uh, no. All right,
0: you, you gotta download I, I mean, it.
1: I mean, but I already have the other no, the, the complete saga no, 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 thing. What it's, do it's I a, need it's now? A, it's a completely different
0: game. Completely oh, different God. game. They reworked the whole battling system, the way you fight. There's like boss fights like actual like boss fights it's, and stuff is, is there still a hundred guys i'm supposed to unlock there's a thousand guys and there's a thousand guys and there's a sale going on right now where you pay like i think it's like six bucks and you get like another 48 guys like right like i don't i don't know if i need that you, you don't need i don't that. know you don't need that but uh, what i'm saying is the game itself there's just tons of stuff to do they reworked everything the get this arch I, I was playing a mission. Where I was, uh, um, I was, I was in Luke Skywalker's Tie Fighter, and I'm doing the. It felt exactly like, uh, Starfighter Assault in Battlefront. I was like, this feels better than Squadrons. Okay, they reworked the system, and there's a it is felt good. I was like, man, I want a whole game like this. Like, I want a, I want a game where I'm playing an MMO of Star Wars Legos. Uh, right, we were having a conversation about it. That's a that I've been playing that. Uh, I've been playing some uh, Battlefield 2042 or. Battle uh Battlefield. Uh and I'm actually having a lot of fun with that game. I was playing by myself the other day. Uh just sticking with randos and stuff. And you can actually see the, the the group of people that are playing the game right now, they actually play Battlefield. Like if if they were convergence and they came over or they're playing, but people are reviving people, dropping ammo, doing stuff sticking together. You'll see some guy come across and what I really like, it's a small little thing, but it's a quality of life thing. When you're down on the ground, okay? If you're dead, the medic can le- like put his cursor over you and hit RB like he's spotting somebody and tell you "I'm coming," right? And then you know you can just sit there. And then so one match, I died like eight times, but I didn't die eight times because I just stayed there, and someone came over and revived me, right? And so I had zero deaths that match because they just kept coming over. So well,
1: well, zero deaths zero, zero for deaths. you, yeah, zero deaths, but not but the kills count for the guy that put you down. Sure,
0: but I got zero deaths. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't care about what his kill stats are.
0: I mean, I barely look at the scoreboard, even though they put it in. You know, I had a, I had a reason why they didn't put the scoreboard in earlier, Sarge. It's so they knew that half the people weren't playing. That's why they didn't have a leaderboard, so you, could, you, could, you couldn't see. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing the Star Wars Legos on Mondays. I played Battlefront on Tuesday. I'm playing Division on Wednesdays. Uh, starting, starting in March, right before, 17 days before Jedi uh, Survivor comes out, I'm going to replay jedi fallen order on stream i gotta play three hours a day every day up until the 17th because i'll finish the story campaign of jedi fallen order as long as i get three hours in just main story just moving through the story uh, and i should finish it by the time jedi survivor comes out and then we'll just go right into jedi survivor on that friday i'll have a special stream and I'll, i'll go live for that um yeah so it should be it should be fun uh, and then Hogwarts obviously comes out in in a month before that, so we're gonna be playing Hogwarts Legacy, and that's gonna be a hard thing to do because if I'm really enjoying Hogwarts in February and then March comes, I'm like, I don't know if I want to put down Jedi, I, I don't know if I want to play Jedi Fallen Order, right? So I even might play it off stream and then upload them and then play Hogwarts on stream. I'm not I'm not sure how I wanna I wanna do that. Mm. I still gotta get three hours somewhere
1: to. I'm to waiting. I'm waiting for Darkest Dungeon Two to come out for Game Pass. I want to play Darkest Dungeon Two. Is it? it don't it's been you out for it? almost a year now. Don't you own no, it? The, the first one. The first one, not the second one. Oh, I see. I played it. I just deleted those videos off of my main channel. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, there is a second one. It's on PC, but it's not on for it's not on Xbox yet. I really like that game. It's a it's a it's a good strategy game. I'll and, tell you what I start. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I started playing because of all this. You know what? I lied. I did start uh, I did, play something, else. You lie, I did chat. play something else. I didn't I well I, I wasn't lying. thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about it because I only played a little bit, right? Like I only dabbled. Liar. It wasn't like I dabbled. I dabbled. Right. Uh because of all the because of all the um media frenzy around uh Dungeons and Dragons and the OGL and that whole story, I started playing because Baldur's Gate three is about to come out. Right. Right. Well, about and, It's about to come out. Yeah about to come out okay yeah i think it's i believe it's march if i'm not mistaken i gotta check the date one more time i believe it's march and i think that i think that um, i might have to get a pc to play it I, I think i might buy a pc just to play that game <clears throat> i played i played the first two uh when i was younger and you can play them on on game pass it looks They're like actually august it looks like august Sarge. oh i got pushed back is it august it looks like august oh god all right so anyway, I mean, playing the first and second one on, on Game Pass. Yeah. And so uh, it's the traditional D&D rules. I love the story. And if you ever played an uh, action RPG from back in the day, that was the culmination of the D- AD&D series, which was like Pool of Radiance. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember what the other two games were, but it was a trilogy. And it was that little that little clicky, the, uh, it's it's basically a side-scroller with the, with the dungeon look with all the walls were slanted, and your guy would click, 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 click. He's just, he's just on a square, right? And then when you did an attack, he just went like this. You know, your guy just goes to the little animation. Yeah, that's the original D&D games. Oh, you're talking Before, about, okay. Was, was, I, I was know what you're yeah. talking about there for yeah. a second. Yeah.
0: Dark and darker, I'm excited for when it comes out. I signed up for the alpha. Hopefully, uh, I, I get in on the next one. Sarge, if you get the computer before February, you got you to sign up for this alpha. It's called Dark and Darker. It'll be right up your alley. It, it's, it's like a Tarkov-type game, but it's medieval. Like got, Think of think of it as a melee, wizards. It's
1: Dungeons & Dragons. It's Dungeons & Dragons. Look it up. It, yeah. It's a fantastic-looking game. Lurker, what was the name of the other one? There was a trilogy, though, right? It was Pool of Radiance, and there were two other ones. There was, like, a trilogy. I can't remember. I'll have to, I'll have to look them up. I love that kind of stuff, dude. I loved it. I, I listen. I, I even loved. I even loved Bard's Tale, and Bard's Tale had zero graphics, <laughs> zero graphics right. in the corner of the screen. It was a little three dimensional view of where you were walking. It was all grid. Yes, thank you, thank you, Christopher Azure, Yes, I love,
0: Show, that, stuff, man. Age, love that stuff. Showing your age, lurker.
1: Showing your age. And that, those those games were the shit, dude. Those yeah. games were.
0: I think that's why I like uh, Vampire Survivor.
1: It, it, it Vampire Survivor you, s-
0: set, sets me back.
1: Did you play Wasteland yet? Did I have play Wasteland. I haven't played Wasteland. Okay, yet. Wasteland Two on Game Pass. Did you play Wasteland? That game is so punishing, man. So punishing. Well, you're really did, selling you, it to me. I should I should go well, download it right now. Well, if you try, because if you try to be, <laughs> have you, you played you this game? Have guy, you played this
0: game? It's punishing. It's so fun. <laughs>
1: When you, if you play wasteland 2 if you try to if you try to be the guy who's good at everything your team dies you have to have specialists it's like you Frost can't be Punk. the guy who does everything it's like frostpunk frostpunk is brutal man frostpunk <laughs> is, is brutal it's so good it's such a rewarding game though once you figure out how to once you figure out how to spec out your guys correctly the game becomes much easier but that learning curve is incredible yeah, I, haven't, I haven't. I haven't. I have tried. I haven't tried Wasteland. Big T, tell me on on your Apple IIc, right? Because you know ammunition was very very rare in that game, so you had a like single shot the whole time, or do burst fire. You fire three, but every once in a while you hit the wrong key and you do full auto, and the poor Apple IIc would make that little uh, a full auto noise and it would go, <laughs> <laughs> like the, to represent full auto in the game. It was hilarious absolutely hilarious and you burn a clip oh man oh those are the games of the best man there was a there was and, a
0: game we were talking about the other night sarge and i couldn't remember what system it was on i i can't remember the game
1: now i said we i brought it up and i was like i was like i think it was on the apple IIc, c but I, I i couldn't remember i would play those games again i would i i would play pool of radiance like an updated version of it i would play it again I know, it's, I know it's old school and you can't look at it for more than 10 minutes, but I would still go. I'd fight through it. It's a good game. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I don't know. There There's
0: some of them that I feel like, you know, you back in the day, and I'm talking about 10 years ago, like you would get excited to, to play an older game and you would take the old Nintendo or the old Sega or the Dreamcast and you take the time, you, you hook it up, and you put it in the game and you sit down. And you're like, I'm so excited Five to minutes. play this game. And you're in there and you're Five like, minutes. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, it, was good. It. it was good seeing you. I I, I really appreciate it. You, you unplug it, you put it back
1: in, you put it back on the shelf. You're like, okay, there it is. You're gonna stay there. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the new one, the the Div- divinity original sin, and divinity divinity original sin two. That's like the the updated version of what Baldur's Gate is, just yeah. the new D and D version. Yeah, yeah. That game's incredible. Like for an action RPG, incredible. You could take your guy, right? right. And, and then, yes, I watched the Spiffing Brit. For those of you who watched the Spiffing Brit, he totally trolled the game and, and blew everybody up with a barrel. You can go look it up. It's hilarious. However, if you play the game normal, right, the environmentals in that game are incredible. You can knock over a flame, right? And then use the fire to do something else with a spell. You can knock over water and then freeze the water and makes it makes it ice. And guys are sliding everywhere. You, the environment in that game plus the spells are 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 everything in that game. So you can figure out how to beat somebody without actually having to you know melee them to death. Right. It, it's such it's such an intuitive game. They did such a great job with it. And I know a lot of people don't talk about it because they don't they're into that kind of stuff. They're not into like an action RPG that kind of thing, but man, it's such a good game. I own both of those too.
0: Yeah, there's a, I, I was just looking tonight. I was like, I want to play a different game. And I, I did it again, Sarge. I downloaded the Witcher three because the upgraded graphics. I was like, maybe I'll jump back into this. And I was like, what am I doing? I was like, Hogwarts is coming out in three and a half weeks. What, 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 what am I doing? Well, allegedly, <laughs> no, Hogwarts is coming out on the February 7th. They're not delaying that game. That, Full steam ahead! Okay. That train is on the tracks and it's moving okay. 100 miles an hour right now. They are not hitting the brakes, All right? They're not hitting the brakes, which is a good is a good transition. We're going to talk about the top stories.
1: All right, Sarge. So the, before the... you before you do the top stories though, speaking of trains, did you ever did you watch the movie Bullet Train? No, I haven't seen Bullet Train yet. You need to watch it. Okay, I watched behind it's, the scenes on, making of Bullet it's on, Train. I think it's on U- It's on YouTube or Amazon, whatever it is. Netflix. Just watch it. It's. I think it's on. I think it. it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. You gotta watch
0: it. I, am I watching it because it's good or am I watching it because it's bad? It's, it's good. No, 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 no. It's it's, it's done well.
1: Okay. It's, it's, I watched. I watched it. behind
0: the scenes. I want to watch it. I want to watch the movie just because of how they did the special effects and stuff. Uh, uh I I always like stuff like that. Yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch it. Neutralizer says, "I've tried Witcher three so many times, I just cannot get past the clunky combat. I, I think I'm the same way, Neutralizer. I get to the same point all the time. Like I don't even think the game has registered me playing actual hours, right? I, I go through the town, I kill the Griffin, I kill the little the witch in the beginning. I go to the first base, go up the thing, talk to the guy, and then I'm bored. Then I'm like, I'm like, eh, I'm good. I can't do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch a." Uh, bullet train all right i want to talk about hogwarts legacy sergeant i had this conversation earlier in the week i have a video on this channel it's called how big can it get okay now i was talking about fandom right i was talking about fandom and how harry potter fandom is one of the largest fandoms out there it's like star wars like like lord of the rings harry potter might even be between or above i don't know right it's just, it's a phenomenon, right? When when Harry Potter happened in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s or whatever. And every time, and uh, Fate Walker came in the other day, and he was telling them, well, the mobile games did very bad and stuff like that. I said, yeah, but this game is different, right? Like, There's been other Harry Potter games. I said, but this game is different, right? This game yeah, is different. The, mo-
1: the, mobile games, the mobile games were like when 8-bit Nintendo came out with a Star Wars game or, or a Terminator game because a Terminator movie came out. It was all garbage, right? right? right. That's that's what the mobile game was for Hogwarts, right? This is not a completely immersive yeah, game. You know, I know, I, I get that. And what I'm saying is that it, the game is so.
0: There's so many people excited about this game. It's number one right now on the Steam charts, right? Number one on the Steam charts pre sales. Okay, we looked up numbers the other day, and I, I remember them by heart. The pre sales, the number one pre sale game of all time is PUBG at 30 million copies. All right, but the game also was 30 dollars. Right. Which half the price less more than more than half, less than half. Right. Whatever. Um, And the next game after the 30 million was Call of Duty 2011, Call of Duty three. okay, And that was eight point five million units pre-sale. okay. Then Cyberpunk had eight million. okay, And then Grand Theft Auto five had seven million units pre-sale. We don't know what the pre-sales are right now for Hogwarts Legacy, but it's number one a month. Before the game comes out right now on Steam. It's beating free-to-play games. It's beating everything right now. It's the number one game. And obviously, it's not going to go below that. Something could go above it. But it's not. Gonna, no one's going to stop. Right? This is what I'm saying. Full, the train's full steam ahead. These guys are, are pumping out advertisements. They're telling you who the actors are. There, there's more videos coming out daily. More information coming out daily about this game. I want to know, Sarge, because it's on PlayStation 5. It's on all systems. on seven systems. Now, The the bad part is... If this is on seven systems. Well, bad part is it's on seven systems, right? But it's on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, and PC day one when it comes out on February 7th, if you pre-order. Okay. Day one is February 10th. That's day one sales. Okay. So the 7th, 8th, and 9th won't count towards day like that. That's pre-sales. And then day one sales, you'll you'll they'll tell you the, the number how many it sold or whatever. Do you think it's possible? And I'm not talking about lifetime sales like we did the other day on stream. I'm just talking about pre-sales, and day one sales, right? Just to put it out there, Pokemon, Scar- uh, Violet, Scarlet and Violet, or whatever the last one was, just on the Switch, sold 10 million copies in three days, which is the number one selling game of all time for the Switch, and it's on one system. Do you think that Hogwarts Legacy, with the Potter fans and everybody that are saying, even with the with the dramatic drama that's going on because of, of J.K. Rawlings and, and whatnot, do you think that Hogwarts Legacy could surpass the uh Grand Theft Auto 5 at seven million. Do you think it could pass
1: Cyberpunk at 8 million? Well, do you think it could pass what's my what's my time frame? Are you saying the first 3 days? Pre-sale. No, pre-sales. Pre-sales.
0: pre-sales. pre-sales. Pre-sales.
1: Well, when do you stop counting pre-sales?
0: Pre-sales is up until day 1.
1: <sighs> I I I would have to think there's got to be at least 7 million Potterheads out there.
0: Right? There well if you had seven systems and they all came out the same day, it's a million people, 1%, you know, a million people per system. Okay. Now, obviously, PlayStation 4, Xbox 1 and Switch are not day one, right? They're they're not day one. Uh so they have to wait 2 months and then Switch has to wait another 2 months after that. So, here's the bad part about this. If the game comes out and it's a little wavy, okay? Let's say it gets a cyberpunk treatment where people are like, oh, it's really buggy.
1: We if could I, lose the Nintendo people.
0: You could lose the Nintendo and the PlayStation 4 and the, and the Xbox One people, right? But if it's, a, as I say, the chef's kiss, it comes out and it's just, it's actually a complete game. It comes out, minor bugs, not major bugs, right? A couple bugs here and there, because all games have bugs. But it comes out and it's flawless. I think it shatters. I think it shatters pre-sale records. I think it could flirt with PUBG's 30 million I know people think I'm crazy, but I feel I like this. That. I I feel like I honestly think it's going to sell 15 million copies. That's my that's my my heart. PUBG.
1: This this is where you lose the people. This is why you PUBG is really weird because it it's thirty Pub- it's
0: thirty dollars and it's, it's yeah a weird no
1: beast. it not it wasn't the price point it's not the price point that does it it's the fact that it's a a first person shooter survival game and that genre appeals to a wider mass of people right. than Harry Potter does so. I think like this would be this is going to be, and because there's no other games before it, this will be your tester to see how many people actually like Harry Potter. Like, whatever numbers you get for this game is pretty much your fan base for people who are playing a game and want to buy Hogwarts. This is why I don't say a lot about it because there's nothing to compare it to. I'm not comparing it to mobile because that was, that's just dumb, right? It's not the same thing. This is the first Harry Potter game with with, with a, a, an amount of dedication, art, and some money behind it and to see how well the world of Harry Potter comes across in a living game. So I'm waiting to see the number, and then once you have that number, you know where it can go from there. Well, but I don't think you're in the 30 million territory.
0: For pre-sales, I say 15 million pre-sales. Lurker agrees with me.
1: I, I, I give you, I give you seven or eight. I, I, I think that's a good number. So, so you, think, think, that's a it, you number, think it will good be number not,
0: of Potter. So you think it will be uh, Cyberpunk, but not be Call of Duty.
1: Somewhere, somewhere in that neighborhood, seven to eight million people for pre-orders. I think before the game come, is a good number for a Harry Potter game, especially yeah. since it's the first of its kind. Nothing else came out before it, I, and people are hesitant. People are hesitant. I will say, I would give you your thirty million. If we didn't have 17 games in a row, see, screw
0: people. How many people? Yeah, but how many people? Well, sure. No, I get what you're saying there, right? People are skeptic because they're like, well, is this game going to be good or not, right? That's what I'm saying. If it's the chef kiss, obviously sales after day one, when the, when the reviews come out, people start playing it, people are seeing it. They're going to see it and go, oh, my God, this is a really good game. I think what happens here is you're going to get the Potter fans no matter what. We had someone in chat the other day, I forget who it was, said they're just getting the game just so they could walk around the goddamn castle because they're so excited to be inside the, the world of Harry Potter, right? The, the Hogwarts. So I think it was I think it was Jesse Mack. No, was it Jesse Mack? No, it was uh, – I forget who it was. Uh, but they're just excited to be in the game. Then I think the gamers, the gamers that have no – and I'm, I'm in this category because I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, right? I enjoyed the movies. I'm a fan of the Harry Potter films because of, of my background in film, right? But there's nothing else out. No, but what I'm saying is I'm interested in this game because as a gamer – I think this looks like a goddamn really good game. It, it gives me vibes of Skyrim. It gives me vibes of Red Dead Redemption type of thing with the open world as you go around and do you know uh, you you can explore what you want. I don't know if the story is gonna be very good, but again, you know i I play games that have subpar story missions, but overall the game is a good a good game and I think this game visually right now. And it looks phenomenal, right? And obviously, there's going to be turmoil because if it's 30 frames or 60 frames or not long enough or bugs-free, whatever. Seven,
1: seven systems, bro. Yeah. Seven systems. Seven systems. systems.
0: I, I honestly think that they can't get this game running on the PlayStation 4, or PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. And the reason they separated it was because of bad press. Because if it came out yeah. and people that got the 4 and the 1, it would be buggy as hell. And they needed extra time. Maybe they don't even need extra time. Maybe it's just not going to run as good. So when it comes out on the PlayStation 5, which they should just have got it on the next gen, but if it's just on the next gen, it doesn't go sell 30 million copies. I'll tell you that because there's a lot of people that don't have the next gen system, but because it's on the four, okay? And because it's on the, on the, on the one, I think you can get those, those numbers because those people now, I just hope it works for them, right? Because this game probably shouldn't be on the old gen consoles, just like cyberpunk, just like all the other games that have come out. They shouldn't be on the old-gen systems. You've had the system for 11 years. It's time It's time to move on. Now, I understand people don't have the money to get the new systems, and sometimes the new systems are not where they are.
1: Yeah, but that but that's the same story for every generation of games right. that come out. Not everybody gets it right away. Uh, real quick, Quite I just right. want to say, uh, <clears throat> was
0: it ris- risky? Risky, thank you very much for the, uh, the membership joining the Goody Squad. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, so I don't know. Chat, where do you land on this? Do you guys think... Uh, do you all think that it will beat Grand Theft Auto V for pre-sales? Do you think it'll surpass Cyberpunk at 8 million? Do you think it'll surpass Call of Duty at 8.5? Do you think it has a shot at uh, just pre-sales? We're not talking day one. We're not talking three-day. We're not talking week one. We're just talking pre-sales. Do you think it has a shot of surpassing PUBG at 30 million copies? I mean, that that's insane because, again, it was at $30. I think it was even cheaper. For pre-sales, if you ordered ahead of time, I think it might have even been cheaper, and that's why so many people got it. I think it was like twenty dollars. It was thirty dollars once it came out. I think I'm not sure. Fact check me, chat uh, on that. So that's the first story, and then Hogwarts itself, um Hogwarts uh, Legacy. Let me bring up the the, the news story here. Hogwarts Legacy. Players are upset, Sarge, about the PlayStation exclusive uh, quest, right? So PlayStation players are getting exclusive quests in upcoming Hogwarts Legacy, and this development has uh, displeased some of the fans, right? So, exclusive content is nothing new, but often taken from the items, skins, and form a part of pre-purchase or deluxe edition. But sometimes players will find themselves missing out on in- in interesting extras and also exclusive in certain platforms. One example was Dark Arts Battle Arena. While it appears to be exclusive to the Deluxe Edition on Hogwarts Legacy, unfortunately, uh, in this case, the Deluxe Edition is available on all platforms at launch. Now, some fans, including the Reddit users known, uh, have been wondering why PlayStation owners will be getting exclusive content for Hogwarts Legacy called the Haunted Hogsmeade Shop, which includes a dungeon, a shop, and some cosmetic items. Now, I know this is old news, but the game is getting closer. And now more people are starting to be aware of what's in the game, right? They weren't paying attention before, and now it's coming to the light of day of that. PlayStation is getting more than Xbox and PC, and yet they're all the exact same price, right? And now people are starting to be like, hey, what what does this mean? Now, I personally, I think this, the Battle Arena, anyone can pick up for an extra 10 bucks. You get the cosmetics or whatever. But the Hogsmeade Shop, we won't know until the game comes out if it has a huge advantage because you have a an extra dungeon, which I don't think is a big deal. I think it's like one of these things, Sarge, where you get the pre-order sales. They're like, hey, you get these cosmetic skins. You put them oh, on for d- about 30 that, seconds. For...
1: And then what you never put them on What about the Strike, bro? What about the PlayStation Destiny yeah, the, Strike? The... Remember how much everyone cared two about years. that?
0: Two years. It was a... Uh, it, it, three. No, it was, three two, it was two years. It was two years. It felt like three years. It was two years. But yeah, yeah. But it was it a big, big difference? Like, we didn't care that we... I mean, we were pissed off that we didn't get it then we forgot about it and then when it right, came in, care. right and then when it came in the game we're like oh this is you new don't care. right and playstation players are like that's old and we're like well it's new to us right and they're already they're already over it because they've ran it a thousand times do you think it's a big deal for stuff like this particular dungeon and the hogsmead shop now the hogsmead shop you might be able to make more money quicker
1: and it's exclusive for one year so yeah i don't i don't believe i don't believe in separating the, the content of a game the only time i would say that maybe it'd be okay is if you had a specific dlc for a specific land or something then that you buy it well, separately is, but, land, the, but the original it's... but the original game everybody should get it yeah like you know what i'm saying yeah I'm... like if you if, if there was a dlc afterwards that's only for them for a year it's a completely separate thing that's 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 your big moment of why you want to get a PlayStation as opposed to an Xbox type of thing. I can see that, but not the original game that comes out yeah, I think everybody everybody should be getting the same game yeah it does it does put a bad taste in my mouth. it's, that scum, it's just scummy. We
0: all pay the same price, but you get something that right. potentially could be that's right that's what i mean like, so if
1: i if i go ahead, I was
0: just gonna say if if I don't get that content, maybe I should pay sixty dollars instead of the seventy dollars, right. I don't know. I just feel like there should be some sort of difference in price.
1: I like I like to use the analogy of the amusement park. I think some developers have used this many times now where the open world uh, genre is basically this land that has uh, entertainment inside it. And so it's like an amusement park. So like Nunu says, if it's got 20 dungeons and someone gets 19, at a big notice. But if someone gets five and another person gets four that's going to mean more. It means right. more to them. Right. All I'm saying is, is the amusement park has less rides for this system than the other system. That's all it really is. Right. Like I have, I have less to do in this game. I, I don't believe in separation of the player base. You cross-platform or within the same platform. Like that's why I didn't like the whole map thing from back when the battlefields are doing the map things, the map, the map packs. Right. Cause then your, your, your population If the maps weren't good, then they wouldn't get those map packs, and so you have a less population to work with in those maps. It's the same kind of principle. I just don't like separating everybody. The game comes out, everybody should get the same game. Real quick, I want to go to the chat. Neutralizer says,
0: if uh, if you're in a game and has 20 dungeons, but the regular player gets 19, nobody's going to care. But if there's five dungeons, but the regular players get four, people care a lot a lot more. Yeah. And, and that's exactly I, right. I gave him credit. Yeah. I do no, know. No. That's why I got it from. Well, I'm, I know I'm, I'm reading it out to, to, to everybody else. That's all. Uh Yeah. I, I, I feel like if there's not enough dungeons in the game and then one dungeon, right. If there's two dungeons in the game and once one's located in PlayStation only, you're like, well, I only get one dungeon. Right. And that's kind of, that's kind of happening with the, everyone can purchase the dark arts arena stuff. There's two arenas in the game. If you buy the extra arena for 10 extra dollars, you pay eighty dollars instead of seventy, then you get three arenas, right? And it's a
1: different it's a different background. Oh well, you actually get to use the dark
0: arts in that, which is huge. And I kinda don't like that they did that in general, because everybody knows that they want to use the dark arts. So they put the dark arts behind a paywall. Now I get it, but it does put a little bad
1: taste in my mouth. You're paying you're paying someone to be bad. And and you want to be back as bad as being cool well, in this game. Like, it's... Well, to be clear, though, scummy. you're allowed to...
0: It, the, the dark arts are in the game. Everyone gets know, to be get in the dark it. arts. But if you have the 10 extra dollars to get the black dark arena, you get to use the things that you wouldn't have yet to practice to see where you would want to build your build to. You know what I mean? Right. Where if you don't have that, then you can't participate with the dark arts. And you have to earn them throughout the game
1: before you can start using the dark arts, right? Yeah. A separate DLC for a system I'm okay with, but for the starting game, I think everybody should get the same. That's where I stand. All right. I don't like the separation.
0: All right. Another a quick story here. We have a quick story is that uh, Grand Theft Auto Online continues eight years later, still adding stuff, uh, adding a traveling gun van with powerful weapons. Okay. I thought this was interesting. So Rockstar uh, Games revealed a gun van in Grand Theft Auto Online. uh merchant that players have to find with a weekly rotating roster of powerful weapons for sale. Didn't they do this in State of Decay? Online titles, especially those who utilize the live service method, continue to strive to keep players logging in day after day through uh, continuously updates and new content. Some online games, like Fortnite Apex Legends, do this by introducing new characters or skins, while others continue to evolve the world uh, players find themselves in. Now, for loot-based games like Destiny 2 and predecessor of Bungie introduces a mysterious merchant named Zer uh who uh would only appear on the weekends i hated that i fucking hated that <laughs> while while the character well, you, you you
1: hated it because you sold the game week one and you missed it <laughs> no like, no no i had it i, I got it Oh I got, right, you? I, yeah were... i got
0: it yeah, yeah. yeah people were upset because they couldn't get it yeah 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 yeah. No. while the characters would sell randomly rotating sets of exotic players would also have discovered the location in the game's world and set a number of places all right, so now following suit Grand Theft Auto Online by offering a new weekly merchant for players to find. Over on Twitter, Rockstar Games announced the addition of the gun van into Grand Theft Auto Online, and, and uh, Vapid Speedio offers players a weekly rotating inventory for powerful weapons, ammunition, and armor for sale, though players first uh, will first need to find co- a constantly moving merchant inside the massive map of Los Santos to help differentiate it from the other static locations of ammunition guns. Uh, van sells its wares at a discount rate, and with no rank requirement, uh, this is to entice. This is to entice GTA Online players to locate the gun van. The merchant is selling exclusive railgun, as well as a forty-five percent discount of the of the. Con. So basically, they put Zerg in the game, right? And he's running around in a van
1: like Shaggy yeah, from Scooby Doo. It only took it only took seven years. Right. Okay. So yeah, they, well, what's the what? But what's the van look like? Is it identifiable? Can, uh, you, uh, well, here, you, uh, or me. is it like or is it like the is it like the pedophile van that's got no windows? Well, let me see. Just a white let van. See. It, it it just
0: looks like a regular is that a white van, a green van? I'm not really too sure. It's just a
1: yes. very unmarked van, right? You don't like want it, to be like too it, snazzy,
0: Sarge. It's a it's a
1: gun no, van. You can't no, be... no, I think I think it should look like the mystery machine, like legit the like Scooby Doo van. Scooby Doo van, the mystery machine yeah. just straight up. Yeah, I think I think I think that would be hilarious. Because <laughs> then you would recognize like you're driving on the highway and you look over the overpass, and you like, see it <laughs> and, and like and you yeah. see the Scooby Doo van and you like to do do whatever to try to get it. I think that'd be more fun than Looking for a white yeah. van in yeah. a game here's the here's the question I have.
0: How many people are playing this goddamn game right now Everyone's that, still that they it. decided to put a van eight years later in the game, right? Correct. like how many people are playing this game online still that they're like, "Oh, this is awesome. I can get other weapons now at, at this van apparently
1: apparently a lot uh, right, apparently a a crap apparently ton, right? A lot. right otherwise they wouldn't be releasing it, right. I'll tell you what, I believe they release something every time the number drops below a certain a certain threshold. I think as soon as the as soon as their their, their median line drops a little low, they're like, ah, oh, it's dropping. Right. Go make something. And like they, they put something else out and it and makes that jump back up again. And then people play it for a while and just as soon as as soon as it starts going blah blah. Oh, new games came out. Oh, I'm playing something else. Like, right. uh oh, our median average has gone down. Somebody make the mystery machine and put it out there like that's what they're doing.
0: Oh, I they don't I wouldn't be surprised, Viking. I, when they come up with updates like this, I'm like, there's a there's a player base there, right? There's a player yes. base playing the game. That's why they keep updating the game. I just want to know what that number is, right? You can never tell because you're only in a, in a lobby of like 24 people, right? So you don't know what the actual but apparently it's got to be pretty goddamn big. People are playing GTA Online, GTA RP on PC. Oh, yeah. I used to play that five years ago. It. Yeah, I used to I play used that to five it. years ago. We did it on stream. We, we played some role-playing uh, on the stream as well. So going from a very popular game, Sarge, to the debacle of of Ubisoft and Skull and & Bones, right? So Skull & Bones, Ubisoft came out the other day and said that Skull & Bones is being delayed for the sixth time, Okay. I have a video that's out right now telling you the like the, the history of it. Like it started back in 2013 and it's been delayed every year from 2017 to to now. Okay, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and now 22, getting pushed into 23. It's been delayed every year for the last six years, and now it's pushing out. And they said when the game comes out, Sarge, that, that they're going to continue supporting it, right? So they they have no no plan of dropping this game, which I think at this point they need to, because when this game comes out, nobody's going to care. And the people that do care, it's going to be such a low player base that they're going to stop caring really fast. In my opinion,
1: I'd I'd like to take the stance of thinking that this game might be the new lawbreaker. Oh, well, lawbreakers was here for a week, right? Right. Like it came out, People played it, and they were like, "No, right, right." I think, I think Skull and Bones is—it's a possibility to be the next Lawbreakers. I think I, you're giving too much I, credit. I think Lawbreakers made it a week. I, I don't think this yeah. game makes the light of day. And <laughs> yeah, I, I just—first I, of all, no matter what happens, no matter what kind of store is in there to monetize, no matter what this game is supposed to be, they are never, ever making a profit on that game. Off this game, yeah. Like they might, they might recoup the money they spent the six delays for. Maybe. Maybe. But they're never getting to the green. So it says here, shortly after
0: Ubisoft announced the delay of Skull & Bones, the studio issued an official statement explaining why the benefits of doing so. All right, so... The official social media account for the latter issues of statement explained that they will change during this period. Despite no longer having a solid release date, the message does say fans will learn Of The new one very soon now Ubisoft did say the following this delay that the Assassin's Creed Mirage Avatar Frontiers of Pandora and Skull of Bones are uh, are, and the unannounced game are still all set to release in the next fiscal year. So there's still one other game that's coming out in the fiscal year reportedly uh, Ubisoft CEO uh, issued a statement to the staff uh, asking for a full energy and commitment to ensure the company gets back on the path of success. Now, it explains that in 2023, it was critical time for Ubisoft, uh, but also reportedly stated that the coming pipeline of games is the strongest in the company's history. Uh, more will be shared later on this year in the event like E3, but a follow-up update, especially for Skull & Bones, came through uh, official channels as, uh, as well. Let me see if I can see. According to the below image, Skull & Bones release date was delayed a little bit more so a developer could ensure the best gameplay experience on day one as possible. So let's read that a little bit. Let's read into that a little bit, right? Delayed a little more so the developers could ensure the best gameplay experience on day one as possible. Meaning it's in trouble. <laughs> 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 and they're just trying to shine it just enough to get to go on day one, right? Specifically, message sites uh, feedback from the player tests in regards to the amount of polish and the current gameplay balance as things will be focusing on. However, this delay doesn't mean communications from the devs is ending. No, according to the message, a new episode of the deck will air on January thirteenth and feature new gameplay based on Skull and Bones and the lore. Ooh, I'm I'm gonna be there, Sarge. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that after the fact. Uh, I'm definitely gonna make a video on it. Uh, so, I would like to ask Chat, Chat, do you think in your eyes is this? I, I understand it's a video game, and and you're interested in video games that come out, but This game has been delayed six times, maybe seven. They could go for lucky seven, okay? Is this on your radar as I'm going to give it a shot? This will never be on my radar unless it's on Game Pass. And if it's on Game Pass, I'll give it a shot, but I'm never going to give them money because seven years of development. What other game was in development for seven years, Sarge, and didn't know what it was doing? Anthem. What was another game that's not out yet, that's been de- more than seven years and still don't know what, what the hell it Beyond, is?
1: Beyond Good and Evil 2?
0: These two games are like one spectrum to the other, right? This game is falling right in the middle of that. Like, this game was supposed to come out the same time as Sea of Thieves. Okay,
1: in lieu of in lieu of Skull and Bones, since everyone knows the game's going to be a hot garbage fire, I like to bring up another. another I like to talk about something else during this segment instead of Carl, Skull and Bones. Okay, he's 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 doing an audible. He's doing an audible. I just want to say, anybody who hasn't bought this yet, what is If that? you're if you if you're an old gamer, like it was a me, dungeon quest, right? This is the updated version of Hero Quest. Oh, Hero this Quest. This is a, this is a lot better than Skull and Bones. As a matter of fact, I think this is one of the most fun games I had when I was a kid that I didn't own, and now I, I went out and bought it because it re-released. And even though it's a year old, right? I was just waiting, because all the expansions I knew were coming out, so I got it. This is better than Skull & Bones. There you go. This,
0: right? Sarge, Sarge would better. rather talk about this yeah. than, yeah, this than is,
1: Skull & Bones. This is old school, like, beginner level D&D stuff. That's what this is. This is this, this is the gateway to being a Satanist and going into D&D. That's what this is. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, uh, this, this, this. I'm gonna talk about this in Skull and Bones. How thick is that box, uh, Sarge? Holy Christ! It's like a half a right? foot. <laughs> yeah, it comes. It, it comes with. It comes with seventy miniatures. Seventy. Seventy miniatures. What? What's yes. the price? What's the price in something like that? Right, Jesse. I know you got this. I know some of you have this. The old version. I know some of you have this. What? How? How much is that? This is, this that? is fantastic. Uh, I got it for eighty six dollars. Eighty six dollars.
0: Yeah, uh, Skull and Bones is the same price, Sarge. I think it's like it's I, like seventy. I know,
1: I know, <laughs> and this is well worth the money, right here. Well worth the money.
0: All right, so obviously, a lot of people were 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 like, um, "Well, Ubisoft is canceling. They've canceled seven games in the last six months, Sarge. Three games this this on well, is it canceled or delayed?
1: No, is this, canceled. this is the... they canceled." No. They canceled four games last year, three games this so, year, so anything that doesn't have a piggy bank attached a piggy bank attached to it they canceled well here's the thing and th- this is the next conversation
0: I want to have uh, of the story Ubisoft canceling games they're not they're not happy with the sales of uh Mario rabbits and just dance twenty three they had poor production or poor poor performance for those games um Obviously, Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming out, Avatar is coming out, the Star Wars massive game they're working on in the background. Some people were worried um, that the Star Wars game was going to get delayed or get canceled, but that's not one of the games. They said unannounced. That's why they use the word unannounced games are canceled, not because they announced Star Wars. They announced it. It's it's known. It's out there. So why would like, they're, they're, the stocks are tanking? Okay, the the stocks are tanking for for Ubisoft, right? Following the news of another Skull and Bones delay on unannounced games cancellation and disappointing sales, Ubisoft's stock price takes a tumble. Okay, Uh, Ubisoft's stock price took a 10% hit on the Dow Jones despite Ubisoft having a number of high-profile games currently in development, including Avatar Frontier, Pandora, and unannounced Star Wars, Assassin's Creed Mirage, like I just said. And the French company appears to be a bit uh, dire straits at the moment, right? So they haven't—I looked this up. We haven't had a really good game from Ubisoft, right, in about four years, right? Division two is the last one that really came out that was like a a a good seller. And that in the record says it sold about ten million copies when it first came out. Division one sold twenty million copies. All the rest of the Assassin's Creed around nine or ten. Now, Valhalla came out and we did some math earlier today, because they said that twenty million people have played Valhalla, right? But it doesn't say twenty million people. Sale, Like sales, right? So we, we did the math. We did generic math. We said, okay, well, let's say they made a billion dollars at $60. It comes out to 16.6 million copies sold if everyone bought the the thing, right? Well, obviously, if 20 million people played, they didn't all play because it's on sale. And they get a discount and whatever else. It was on uh, whatever. So they're looking for a hit. They haven't had a hit in a couple of years. Valhalla still came out, what, two years ago, three years ago? So they haven't had a hit. Why do you think Ubisoft is doing this? As far as canceling games, they have a 45 production studios, right? 45 studios worldwide, 20,000 employees. Okay, why? Why do you think stuff like this is happening right now for for Ubisoft?
1: Well, if we, if you, the the problem with the conversation like this is, you have to put together all the pieces of the puzzle over the last few years. Remember what the CEO said on the owner said, he said that they were going to restructure the entire company. Then three or four months after that, they said that they were giving up on all games that didn't have any kind of a live service attached to it because they want reoccurring money. So now everything they're thinking about doing has either got a cash shop in it or live service attached to it. Those games in those games in the past have been the hardest to come up with to actually make correct as they come out the door because of all the problems they have at launch and they need a game to come out and launch well. Right. Right. So you would think that they would launch a game as a game and then later on add a cash shop type of thing. And that way you can build upon it. But you have to remember in the old days when somebody invested in a company, it was because you believed in the product that they made. And then once they made a good product, they would sell more of the product. The sales would go up and the stock price would go up. Those days are over. People are now only buying stocks for the promise of something that may happen 18 months down the road, right? So a bunch of people bought a bunch of stock for Ubisoft when they figured out that they were making these games in the past for today. And today didn't pay out like today. didn't get the they didn't get their stock bump that they wanted. And so now people who have invested in Ubisoft for the short-term gain, right, and that's what it is, right, decided to pull their money out and put their money someplace else for two years. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the whole game. If your company doesn't sell product, then there's no point for me to invest in your company, right? You need to sell product for the company to be worth more. That's how a stock price goes up. The company's gotta be worth more. For the stock to go up. We play this game now where we think that, oh, this is gonna be awesome. And so you it's a it's a, a premature bump that you think that the stock is gonna do well, but you gotta maintain those sales, right? If if the stock price jumps up 15-20 percent, that means you're on a different level. You your company's stock now has to this is where you have to sell all the time, and that's not what a game company is. A game company goes like this. Why do you think they constantly what? tell you well, when games are coming out because they want investors to dump money in right. so they get a price bump? Well, this is why they
0: also said that they're investing into live service games, right? And this is why they're making the Assassin's Creed Re-occurring universe. Reoccurring money. right? Yes. This is why they're making the Assassin's Creed universe. This is why they're making the division universe. This is why they're, they're, they're going to the big IPs like avatar, the big IPs like star Wars. They, they keeping these games going. So all the games they're making are all live service games that are constantly for years to come, right? Years yeah. just well, keep going. The good on news going. is,
1: yeah. Well, the good news is, is if if in actuality they are going the live service route, if that's really what they're doing, right? Then the initial sales of the game is only the beginning of the reoccurring revenue. So if you were to think that a game comes out and it does well, right? Then you can invest in the company because you know from here on out they're going to be getting more people and the reoccurring money, right? Right. You you you're not you're not. I guess it. I guess you could say it's a little safer for an investor once you know the game is good and then invest in the company if it has recurring revenue in the game as opposed to listening to a promise of a game that's coming out watching trailers for a game that came out 8 years ago that's supposed to come out it never comes out so you never get any sales so what's my money doing just sitting there it's your company is not making anything right? right your company needs to make something like this is, and this goes to the to the conversation we had in the past which was game companies now once again we are not selling a game we are selling a platform like a that generates that generates revenue right right so your 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 belief is not in if the game is good your belief is in how long the game will be played for right it could be a great game but only three million people play it but it plays for nine years right like like because of the Reoccurring money, as right. opposed to, I spend six years making a game. It does okay. We sell six million copies, and then the game goes away. So, in their in their eyes, they're like, "This is just a waste of time, right? Why would I invest six years of my of my labor to make a game that may or may not make it?" So they when they when they they said it out loud, they said that every game they make is going to be either live service or why, have a cash shop right. in the background. That's what they That's Why to do.
0: Skull and Bones is still getting produced and pushed out the door. So here's my yep. next question. Krebsy actually already said it. He said, cut the fat to prepare to sell, right? Now, we've had conversations, I guess, 6, 8, 10 months ago, 12 months ago. We said, we had a conversation. Who do we think is going to get sold? I think you picked Ubisoft, right? I think I picked Square Enix at the time. If I'm not mistaken, I'll have to go back and look, right? I did say Ubisoft will get sold, but I thought Square Enix would get sold off before Ubisoft. Now, Ubisoft, do you think, if they do get sold, who do you think picks them up, Sarge? Do you think Sony picks them up? Do you think Microsoft picks them up? Obviously, I don't think Microsoft can pick them up right now,
1: because they have to wait for Activision to go through first. After after listening to the owner talk about the company passionately, it was like six months ago or seven months ago, I don't think he wants to sell. I think currently, right now, there's, well, a, battle to go- sell. there's, there, there's a battle going on inside Ubisoft right now, whether or not they should sell or not. And if the answer is you want to be sold, you have to make your company look valuable in order to get the best price possible. Correct, that's why they so, canceled so all the games. The, so the only way, yeah, but if canceling games means you're not going to have any revenue. So the only other way that you can increase your increase of your value is to get rid of labor. So either you have to make more products or you have to cut staff, right? Otherwise, what are you worth? That's the only way you can, you can justify how much you're worth, right? If they're in the red, you're not making anything. no one wants to buy you unless it's a unless it's a fire sale and you just want to get the hell out no i don't think I don't think it's right? a fire sale that's this is why i this is why I don't think they're on the chopping block just quite yet because they want to make themselves valuable first I, then sell i, I nobody think, wants to sell half well. Sony's in the market to get more games to be live
0: service, right? They, they've said this in the beginning. Hence they why all want it. Well, no, this is why they picked up Bungie and they have, what, 12 games in the works that are all going to be live service games, okay? Xbox, or I should say Microsoft, has Game Pass, and all their games are probably going to be more of the live service aspect because they want people to keep coming back for season passes and cosmetics and DLC. Ubisoft is already on Game Pass. Like, Assassin's Creed's are already on there. They keep adding more games to it left and right. I see Sony picking up. I can see Sony picking them up, right? To add to the the repertoire of it. And I think if they did that, I see them making it exclusively for PlayStation, right? If Microsoft picks it up, I see them keeping it just as is and just adding it to Game Pass, right? And I think Ubisoft looks at this and goes, well, if we team up and go with Xbox, Microsoft is going to pay us up front, right? So the company stays together as is. The money's up front for the games because Microsoft pays up front, whatever the deals are, and then they make the money on the back end, and they already know because all the games that are selling for for Ubisoft are selling like 6 million, 9 million copies, okay? Yeah, sure, they're making a billion dollars over the year, but with microtransactions, but if Microsoft can give them the money up front and then they make the money on the back and instantaneously they get 25, 30 million people that can download and play their games that seems like a win-win situation, right? Where, because Microsoft is out saying, we're not going to cut off any games. We want the games to stay where they are. Now, I know it's different for Starfield and what it is for Call of Duty, but they're open to keeping it for everywhere. Where PlayStation is like, we want to keep it in our, in-house. We want to keep it you know, the Final Fantasies and other games where we're not, we're not sharing the, the thing. So, I don't know. I don't know, I can see it both going. Now I can also see Tencent, because Tencent's interested in build uh, picking up European publishers, right? Because they can't buy anybody in their own country right now because China's not letting anyone buy anything right now. So the companies in their own country, they're they're looking to buy other things.
1: If how many how many games are supposed to be coming out for Ubi this year? Four. And when when is the bulk of them coming out? Uh, probably... Well, I mean, Skull and Bones got pushed or bumped.
0: It was supposed to come out yeah, early. Yeah. Then we have the Assassin's Creed game usually comes out around, like, October. You have Avatar okay. coming out in, like, November, December, or August, September, October, whatever, around there. Okay. And then there's an unannounced game that we don't know about yet.
1: Okay. So, my my prediction is if those games come out during 2023's fiscal year which is up until march of 2020 which is a, 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 right which is march 24 i would say that once once the deal closes with activision blizzard if nothing else happens as far as mass layoffs for ubi before the end of the year i think they would they i think microsoft would be wanting to pick them up as well
0: I don't think I don't think Microsoft's gonna purchase them though. I mean obviously they could be talking in the background right now, but nothing will be said until that Activision deal goes through. And then when the fiscal year comes by next year, this time next year, we'll hear that Microsoft's
1: purchasing Ubisoft. I, I mean it, it would stand to reason because think it think of the 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 connection, right? The whole point of why Game Pass is so valuable to Microsoft. Is a game doesn't have to come out really good; it just has to come out decent, right. and they can fix they'll it. They'll fix it along the way. But, but the initial—they are trading the initial sales of a game for the reoccurring spending of someone who's buying live service or right. a cash shop in the game. Right. So, if Ubisoft's if Ubisoft's plan is to release nothing but games as live games as a service or reoccurring spending attributes inside their games, then that's something that Microsoft would want immediately, because all that would do is reinforce the value of Game Pass and give them more platforms to make money on. That's exactly what they want.
0: Krebsy, yeah, I don't know if Embracer do... I think they do have the capital, because I think when I looked it up a couple of days ago, Ubisoft, I think, is valued at like $3 billion, maybe $4 billion. Uh So... I think they do. I think Embracer Group could, but I don't think Embracer Group's gonna pick them up. Their Embracer Group likes to pick up smaller, smaller. This is twenty thousand people, right? Forty five studios across the globe, and twenty thousand, almost twenty one thousand employees. I don't think Embracer Group wants to pick up that, right? They're they're picking up studios that have like a hundred, two hundred. So I agree that I don't think Embracer Group will pick them up. Not because of they don't have the capital. I think they have the capital. I just don't think they pick it up because that's not the who they're going for, right? We read a, a report last year or year before that Embracer Group was only picking up people between 100 and like 250
1: uh, employees. I don't think a lot of gaming companies right now have a lot of capital. The only ones that have a lot of capital are the big, huge boys like Microsoft. Sure. Right? Because there's there's a, the economy right now, there's a whole lot to talk about that we're not going to get into, right? People right now are about to tighten the belt really bad, Right. We're going to see in the next three months how how the natural economy is going to move, right? And at that point, you'll know which way the gaming market is going to move. We still have to wait for all the chips to come out at the end of this month. Uh, Nvidia and I think I figure who else is coming out with more, new chipsets coming out for the PC at the end of this month, right? So those are coming out. It's going to be an adjustment there. Then we're going to see whether or not interest rates go up. People are going to start tightening the belt. We're going to we're going to see which way we go, right? Those who have money are not going to have a problem. They're going to keep on buying. But the rest of us, right, it, it's going to be a different story. We're going to see. We will
0: see. All right. The next story I want to talk about is, uh, well, the Xbox Direct, right? The Xbox Direct that's coming out uh, January 25th. Uh, there's going to be legit? one. Yeah, it's legit. It's it's official. Um, legit minus Starfield. Yeah, Starfield's not going to be there, right? And here's a conversation I want to have with this topic, Sarge, is that. would the other day, I had a I, I had a video that you could watch on this channel as well, right? And it's what is it, right? So I I made a video of there's there's a, a section from three years ago in an interview with Todd Howard in IGN. IGN was interviewing him, and during the interview, he said that he would love to make a game come out sooner, right? And when he, Fallout Four came out, and he announced it, and then five months later. And he said it so proudly. He's like, it's six months. Robert, uh, I forget what the guy's name is. Uh, and, and then Todd responded with, well, five. Like, really, like, proud. He's like, five. He's like, I would have went shorter. But the, that's, the, that's the earliest they would have let me do it. Okay? And then he asked him, he asked him, well, how good? And he says, a week. Okay. He says, a week. But he says, uh, don't hold me to that. But I, I heard that, and I was like, oh. And this is before Microsoft purchased them, right? Well, the Game Pass process is the perfect thing for him. Because think about this, right? Todd Howard said it's not how the game comes out, it's how it, it, you know, down the road, how it finishes, right? And the way they did their launch with Fallout 76 coming out and broke and buggy and and, and they fixed it, it's actually a pretty good game now, four years later. Well, I'm not saying Starfield's going to be like Fallout 76. But what I am saying is, he said a week, and when he said a week, I said what about if he does that for Starfield? Because he said in his three years, this is before Starfield was even in talks, right? Even though it's been development, I think, three years at the time it's been six years, seven years at the time now, he said wouldn't it be cool if you start talking about the game and hyping it up and then drop it like on a Tuesday, right? And I was like, holy Christ we're talking about where the game is going to get delayed again, and it's not coming out till November, right? That's what we said. We're on record saying that, okay?
1: Well, we, we said that based on the information based, that we're given, because Redfall correct. is going to come out first. Correct.
0: Based on Redfall okay. coming out first. Now, Redfall got a six-week delay, and it's pushing back to May, the beginning of May. Now, Mo the other day came in channel and said, what if that the statement that Matt Booty said was before the delay of Redfall, meaning Redfall's coming out before mm-hmm. Starfield, but now that Redfall is delayed six weeks, what if Starfield now leapfrogs, okay? Because let's say Redfall was oh, supposed to come out.
1: May, coming out well, in let's May? Well, say,
0: let's say, re- well, May was supposed to... May is uh, Redfall now. Jesus Christ, i <clears throat> lost my voice. Speak for a second.
1: We're going by what they said. So, what you're telling me is you you believe that the great Jehovah will bless us with Starfield in may well i'm not saying I'm not saying he's blessing us, and I'm just
0: giving another like vision here, okay. <clears throat> the vision I'm seeing is that let's say it was supposed to come out at the end of March, redfall, and then Starfield was supposed to come out April like the second week of April, third week of April, whatever it is. It gets like a month, month and a half. Between the two. But now it got delayed six weeks. But now Starfield was supposed to come out after Redfall, but now it's before Redfall. Okay. It's not showing up at this event on January. And they did say they might have events like this every month. Okay. Or every couple once a quarter or whatnot. So who's to say that Todd Howard, in his crazy mind, okay, does what he said three years ago in this interview, where he comes out on a Monday or Tuesday and says, Hey, Here's Starfield. This is what it is. Oh, and by the way, boom! You can you can have it on Friday or Thursday, right? So, all right. So what you're so what you're saying is E3? No, before E3. Right, he announces it E3. No, no, he's going to announce it before E3, just on a random day, and then it's just going to drop. And hear me out. Right now, Xbox, Microsoft wants people to sign up for for Game Pass, right? And everyone's And everybody's waiting to see what the game is. And they're like, as soon as they hear that date of Starfield, and they're like, Starfield comes out June 1st, let's say, right? June 30th. And everyone's like, okay, cool. I have five months to wait to not buy Game Pass until Starfield comes out, right? Nobody's hyped. It's kind of just like whatever. We know June 30th, that's when it's coming out. But Todd says April 1st. Let's just say April 1st, right? Because it'll be a good time. And he says it's coming out on, on Friday or whatever. Everyone's like, What? Starting this coming out. People would just buy Game Pass right then and there just to play the game, right?
1: So what so then why what what do you think would be the, the... Why wouldn't you think he would do something like that just to get people to buy well, you game would, pass because... and then and then delay the game? Yeah, but but think about this and like... then delay and then delay the game. Well, you, you, you get to... a bunch of people to sign up oh, for no, a game pass and then you delay the game. You
0: don't want to delay the game, but what I'm saying, no, you don't have to delay the game. Look at Paul seventy six; he didn't delay that game. He just put it out there in, in its in its in its rough state and was like, "Yeah, have fun with it." Okay, what I'm saying is that he drops this, and it doesn't matter because they're not selling the game. They're not selling the game. Starfield's going to make. Like zero dollars. Okay. Someone might buy the collector's edition because they get a space helmet and a ship on their desk. Right. Okay. (laughs) But, or they get a canvas bag or something. Okay.
1: But, but
0: other than that, people are not going to go out and spend $70 on Starfield. Right. They're going to spend the dollar that they've never spent before on the Game Pass or waiting. They're like, I'm going to spend a dollar, get two months free or whatever it is to get Game Pass and then, and, and then play the game. Right. Starfield just, is not going to be on any list of sales of actual right, copies. They're going right. to be up
1: there for how many players are playing, right? right. It's, got it's, a, almost, it's got it got 10
0: million people, 30 million people an, playing.
1: It's an anti it's an anti-hype release. It's weird. It's weird. How do you get a hype for a game that's going to have zero sales? No sales. Uh, it's right? all it doesn't Yeah, it does right. sales. It, it's the it, game the game's is going to be
0: Right. If they're based, a person by based this on game, population
1: only. Yeah. That's it. Right? The only hype for this game is based on the population who's playing it not for the number of sales. It's right. weird. Yeah. It's weird. Didn't they
0: say Starfield will have its own showcase? Yes, that's my point, right? That's my point. D, D uh uh D-Tom, right? Like they're not they're skipping this one out. There's going to be a standalone one after by itself. That would be the perfect time to be like uh yeah, and here's everything you could do in the game. It's got a thousand planets. This is what it is. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, you could download it. Fallout Five, right now, right? You can <laughs> download no, it no, right now.
1: Oh, no, no, Fallout Five. Yeah. And, By the way, Fallout Five. <laughs> like that. Like that's, that's a mic drop, right? But that, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's no smash. Reason... You don't. You smash. Nobody's gonna buy it. Right. No one's you buying don't have, the game. You, don't, you don't have to buy it. That yeah. this, this is what we're saying. Like it's your your height for a game. That's basically going to be on everyone's hard drive before the game even comes out. Right. Like it's, I, I, no lines, no, nothing. It's, it's whoever has game pass gets it. Why pay 70 when you can play for 10, right? Right. Less than that. Right. Some people get it for a dollar. This is what we're saying. This, this is why it's weird. It's weird to think that probably the, one of the greatest, if the game does well, one of the greatest selling Bethesda games ever won't be sales. You, you They won't track sales. It'll be based on how, how many people are playing it. Now, now I want to talk about the, de- the, the,
0: the developer direct itself. They've already stated that there's going to be Elder Scrolls Online talk. There's Forza Motorsports talk. There's Minecraft Legends talk. And there's Redfall talk. Okay. It says that ESO has been working on a game that we didn't know for five years, Sarge. Elder Scrolls Online, the developers, ZeniMax Studios, have been working on a secret game for five years, and perhaps we'll see something about that at the at the conference, right? Yeah. Okay. Some people, I think, was it Jesse? Who said this? I don't want to take credit for it because I, I, it's not me. Someone told me in chat the other day, uh, was it Big T? I forget who it was, that there was talks of that Elder Scrolls Online, ZeniMax Studios was working on the MMO version of Starfield, right? Like, not a separate game. The, the, the other part that's part of the game, right? And I still think to this day that that um, Starfield is going to be like Fallout 76 as this. Game's going to come out. It's going to be out for one year. You're going to be lonely and only playing by yourself for one year in this game. OK, you're going to you're going to play with the story. You're going to explore the 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 plans. There's going to be a thousand plans for you to do nothing on. OK, you can go do that by yourself. One year after they're going to have an update and they're going to introduce multiplayer into Starfield. They're going to put a story. They pra- they, and that's why they practiced on 76. Yes, they're going to put a story in there and, and add it on. And then it's going to be like No Man's Sky did where all of a sudden now you can play with your friends. And now there's going to be a thing. And now there's going to be. I That's what I believe, because there's no way. You would play a thousand planets in a a game by yourself to sit there and do nothing, right? No microtransactions to sell you, right? There's nothing there to sell you, right? They're going to sell you stuff. Todd Howard himself said there's people still playing Skyrim, still playing Fallout 4, and we have no engagement with them whatsoever
1: because they're just playing that game 12 years later. Okay. there would be engagement if you sold us DLC. I'm tired of hearing that from Todd, where he thinks that because someone plays a game that's 12 years old and they're not making money off of them still, then that's a problem. Right. You change the format. You change the way that games are being released. If you would make a DLC, we would buy it. Right, you would make a continuing story and stuff to add on to a game, you would buy it, but you guys don't think it's cost effective because it's easier to release horse armor and other BS in the game for us to buy all the time than it is to actually make content for the game that you think we're playing too much. Right, I uh,
0: Gaming Fire asks, Are you going to play Starfield? Of course. Of course I don't Game have five, a choice. Right? I, don't have, I don't have a choice. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, it's there. It's on Game Pass. Of course I'm going to play it's it. There. Right? I'm not spending any money. I already paid for the service. Of course I'm going to play Starfield. That's the whole point of this conversation. No one's buying Starfield. No one's buying Redfall. No one's buying <laughs> Minecraft Legends. No one's buying <laughs> Forza Motorsports. No one's buying any of these games. They're just handing them to you. So, you can play them on Game Pass. They just want your 10. They just want your 15. They just want your 25, whatever your family plan is. That's all they want. They want the recurring payment every single month. They don't care if you come back and play a game or not. They just want your $15. dollars you going to make a stinger just, for Game Pass. Weird. I, I weird. will. I will. I'm actually going to make an emote on Game Pass. It's going to be an emote, and we'll do a stinger. And I'll hit a button, and I'll just go, slap. It's on mm. Game Pass. Okay. Cause that's that's exactly it, that's exactly it. It's on Game Pass. If 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 it's if you don't try it, and you pay for Game Pass, that's a problem, right? That's a problem. You're like, ah, oh, I'll try it out.
1: Yeah, but Kujo, we I get what you're saying, but think about it. Think about the number of people who have an Xbox but don't have Game Pass, or have a PC and don't have Game Pass. And now here comes this game that may or may not succeed at all. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. So, would you rather pay seventy dollars for the I don't know, or pay a dollar for the first three months, or ten bucks <laughs> right. a month to see if the game's worth it? Right. Why? Why? Okay, let me ask this,
0: Cujo. Why would you buy the game? And if the answer is to support the developers, <laughs> okay, that's not the answer because Game Pass is supporting the developers. It's all part of the Microsoft ecosystem, right? So. If you own Game Pass, right. if you don't so have Game Pass, you're you're sell, you're buying the game, okay? But if you have Game Pass, why would you decide to spend more money for the same game that you already have on your system
1: day one? Three hundred million a month, three <laughs> three hundred million a month just to chill out. We're we're chilling, bro. Just here, here's what you should do every time the first show of the new month comes, whatever the first show we do, you should have a little bell and just go ding 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 ding. Microsoft just collected another $300, $300 million. <laughs> <laughs> because every
0: month, they're just collecting it. Cool. Right. We're good. Kujo says, I, I, in, in fact, I point to the High on Life dev interview. The game has done extremely well. What, what's extremely yeah. well? Did they tell you sales? Did they, give you, did they give you sales numbers? Or did they tell you that Microsoft paid a shit ton of money up front for that game to be on Game Pass? Right. Because that's extremely well, right? When you can make what you wanted to make day one as a developer, you make a game, and the company says, we'll give you, I don't know what the deal is, we'll give you $10 million. And they're like, okay. $10 million up front, and then you get advertisement or whatever, and then when it goes to other systems, people buy it. Okay?
1: It's just weird. It's weird looking at this and thinking that this game is going to succeed or fail based on sales. Right. Right? It's a captive audience. The people who have game Pass right now will just have it they'll just have it right. so the only people you're worried about are people who don't have game Pass and if the game is in such turmoil that we all keep talking about, why would you pay 70 dollars for it when you just go out and buy game Pass for a couple months right right it, 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 this is going to be this is going to be the strangest. <laughs> It's going to be the strangest release for a game because it's going to be really anticipated and there's not going to be any sales data because people are already captive in the system. Right. It's it's weird.
0: So, so to answer your question, do you think Starfield's player count will overshadow Redfall's player count? Well, to be fair, unpacking Starfield, Redfall, uh, uh, a game that the dungeon crawler, whatever, okay, they all have the exact same stat from the very start. They all have the potential of getting 30 million people to play the game day one without doing anything. They're on Game Pass, so everybody that has Game Pass can potentially try that game out. Now, obviously, if you're not a Dungeon Crawler fan, or if you're not an RPG fan, you're probably not going to do it. So your, per- your percentages go shorter, go lower and lower, right? But off of Game Pass, off of Xbox's numbers, I think they said 60% of people that have Game Pass have tried games that they've never tried before. 40% right. of people are playing longer, uh, more games. All right, right, they're 60% are trying di- different games. 40% are playing more games than they would have in the past because they're not paying 60 bucks for each individual thing. So each game from the start has potentially 30 million people, as we know, okay, that potentially could get their game. So their player count is if I log in, and I hit download, right? And I, I log in for thirty seconds, or if I play for ten hours, you're considered a person that downloaded the game and that you're a player. So they can use it in an advertisement. and Go, five million, people, million played, people played. Right, twelve million people played. So, right. potentially, you could have the same. Right, Redfall could have a bigger player base. Could have a less of a oh, player those,
1: base. Those are those are those are bad numbers though, bro. Because they can, every everything will sound amazing right? Everything will sound amazing because as long as you downloaded it one time, they can use you as a statistical thing that says you played. Right? Sure. So, whatever number of people, the numbers are always big because the number, you're, it's on Game Pass. Right. Five million people played.
0: Yeah, to answer that, I got it. Kujo, they said like 30% more, buy buy more games. Well, also yeah. if you have Game Pass, you also get a discount. Okay. You also get a discount for buying games. So, why would you pay for $70 Starfield when you already have Game Pass when you can get a discount on the game
1: to buy it this right is, this is going to be very very. just remember interesting.
0: all the games are digital all the games are digital and remember there's more xbox series s's out there than x's out there right okay right. which have no disc whatsoever so all the people that get that game don't have a disc drive so they're not buying a hard copy of the game they're buying a digital game and if you're buying a digital game you're owning a game that you actually don't own so why even buy the game in the first place
1: just rent game pass and get the game right <laughs> Right. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a very strange. I, I think this might be one of the strangest releases. I think this. I think this. Re, this release of Starfield is gonna set some kind of strange precedent that we don't know yet because oh, of I, the fact of how it's positioned. Yeah. On how it's positioned, it's gonna be very, very. Interesting. I think it'll get
0: a lot of people
1: download. I think they'll
0: have like. I, I think they'll tell you fifteen million people, twenty million people. They do that right now with Sea of Thieves. Fifteen million people played the game. They did it with uh, what's the other game? Uh, it's another smaller game that got a, a lot of views or a lot of a lot of players. Even when you look up the numbers online, there's a little quotation next to it, right? Like you see the top selling games of all time, and then all of a sudden, halfway down the list, with the newer games, it goes of players, not people. Battlefield. When we looked at Battlefield, right up until Battlefield Five, everything was sales of actual game. Battlefield Five the number's 25 million people okay but it's players not sales players okay they they they've converted it into well well there's 25 million people playing so it must be a great game right that's right. that's what they do instead of how many sales how many people sales. tried it how many people tried it right right right
1: so it's going to be weird down yep redfall Okay, Redfall is out, sorry, we, or coming out. Can we out. just call? Can we just call Vampire Far Cry? Can we just call it well, that? Well, no.
0: See, it's. I, I think when they came out and said it's Far Cry, I think that's. I think it's a false thing because in the same article that they said it's Far Cry, when you think Far Cry, what do you think? You. I think oh,
1: a super open world,
0: super open world. In the same article, they said, well, it's not as big as Far Cry. It's it's a smaller island, but it's like Far Cry. It's like, well, hold up a second. If if Far Cry is ten miles wide, and you're saying it's like Far Cry, I'm thinking, okay, it's like ten miles wide. But now it's like four miles, and you're like, well, no, it's it's open esque, and you're going around type of thing. And I'm like, okay, cool, it's it's smaller. I don't care how big the mini, map
1: is. Mini Vampire Far
0: Cry. Right. I still think it looks more like Back for Blood. Okay. Here's a couple things that are, are 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 bad for the game when it came out. I first said, uh, it's kind of stupid the way you play co op because co op. Uh, it doesn't save your progression, right? So if I'm the host and you're the player that comes into my game, right, you don't get to keep your 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 uh, progression of the story, meaning you have to play the story by yourself first. Play it first, get it done with the game, and then you can join me, and then we can go through the game together type of thing, right? Right. That's a dumb mechanic, okay? I said that when they first announced it a year and a half ago, two years ago, when they first showed it to us and said something. Well,
1: maybe they want you to learn the game
0: first. What, whatever. Second, the game itself, I think, is going to have an identity crisis of of what type of game it is. Because I think people think it's going to be like a Far Cry now, but you're going to be in it's a co op game, right? It's a co op game, but it's a single player game. But on their own site, it says it's a co op game. Well, if it's a co op game, then it it says you can you can do uh you, you want, it says to play different characters so you can have synergy with the, with the group of characters, but it's going to be weird, Sarge, if I, let's say, have eight hours to play the game a week, okay, and you have four hours to play a week, and I my eight hours line up with a couple of your hours, but not all your hours. So now we're playing together. I join your game. I play for three hours in your game, right? You're off from work. I'm like, hey, it's, it's, let's play. I play the game with you. We go through the story. You're the host. Your progression continues with your character. My character comes in for three hours, and now you're off. I, I call you the next day, and you're like, nah, sorry, bro, I'm working. And you're like, I'm like, all right, I'll continue the story. Now I have to spend three hours again in my own game to play through the story that I just went through with you. Rule, rule number two, respect the player's time. Right. I'm, I'm turning off the game. I'm turning off the game going, no, I'll just wait till you're back. Let me know when you're ready. And then by that time, you're like, oh, well, when I was ready to play... You were working, and so I played another two hours. Now I joined your game. Now I missed like the middle section of where the the story is, right? Yep. And now it, it's just a cluster. It's, it's, it's a cluster. It's, it's dumb, right? So that's that's one problem. The second problem with wetfall, I don't know if the if there's going to be enough replayability, right? I guess I, there, there's a system in the game where you're you're getting materials, I think, and and like leveling up your guns. But overall, let me, let me see what it says here in Redfall. I, ha- I have a, a story here real fast. Let me see if I can find it. Um, where the hell is it? That's Gears of War. That's Microsoft. I had a story for Redfall, and now I can't find it. i close it down. Oh, here it is. So Redfall,
1: okay, it says play space is unfathomably large. Unfathomable. Okay. Uh, well, I can I can fathom Far Cry. So what are you talking about?
0: Right. There's a home base where you can talk to NPCs. There's side quests. There's main quests and open free roam. Okay. Use environmental hazards against enemies and assist uh, assistance from uh, ID software. Okay. So this game I feel like is just a mediocre game. I feel like this is a double A game being disguised as a triple A game. And
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it gets the fond seal of approval.
0: Yeah.
1: A, A. it's a double A game,
0: right? Double A, A, double A. Yeah. So I, I don't think that the game itself is going to, I look, it looks great. I think it looks visually. It looks good.
1: I think it'll be a fun game. I think that, I think we need to use that for our scoring. What? I think the fonds the fonds is the the score, the fonds of approval. Yeah. Yep. I think we got to use that. Okay. So, I think it's a, I think it's gonna be a fun game.
0: I think it's gonna be a shorter game. I think the dumb parts and people are gonna push back on this is that your first playthrough, even though it's a co-op game, okay, you're gonna have to play solo. You gotta play by yourself to get it through your one character, at least one character. And then when you go through yeah. the story the second time, third time, fourth
1: time with the other characters, you have to play with somebody. If the combat and the abilities are cool to fight against vampires, like i get the I get the cool factor in that you have to feel vulnerable and weak, but have some cool moves that allow you to kill the vampire if that game loop can be harnessed properly within a co op environment, the game will do well but just because you're throwing vampires out there i see i I see a whole different level of stuff right You can't use normal weapons. I understand that you have the state gun and the ultraviolet gun i know i know i saw I saw the trailers. But at the same time, like, is that co-op vampire game loop sustainable? That's Late. that's going to be the trick. Like, if if I if I use if I use other games like it to really put an example, like if I'm if we're wandering through a town together, and it's a all of a sudden it's a random mini boss vampire that appears, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it has to it it has to have a. a Activities in the game that keep things kind of spicy as opposed to go to A to B, go to B to C, go and do a strike, the, or do whatever. Like I'm hoping that the game loop is solid. That's this game it's important.
0: It's a Game Pass game, right? And I think this game lives or dies on the the continuation with the game. Once you play it with the four characters, maybe once or twice a year they add a new character add a new area add add something new more story mode something because if this is a play the game it's going to be like maybe 15 hours maybe 20 hours right i would think you play through the game once if it's enjoyable you'll try another character if it's not enjoyable you're done you put the game down and you, and you, and you move on and i don't think that's what i don't think that's what arcane wanted to make i don't think that's what microsoft wanted them to make i think because it's on game pass it's first party title game Right, I think that this game needs to be some sort of, uh, like, like a state of the They keep updating state of the They keep putting stuff out there. Obviously, this is not uh zombies. This is vampires. It's a little different, but I still think it's the same feeling. But I not, hope, but look, not by much. I I not hope it much. does well. I I we're we're gonna try it. Why, guys? I'll say it with me. It's on Game Pass. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna play it. Right, I make fun of Game Pass, but I truly love Game Pass for the for the value it saves me and plus my son downloads games left and right and then just deletes them because if I bought every single game that he wanted I would be broke all right so that's redfall redfall uh for Forza Motorsports coming out and Minecraft Legends I need to see more of from Minecraft Legends I'm not really uh diving into that too much uh another big story I want to talk about for Xbox and Microsoft is that Xbox Series X consoles reportedly outselling the Xbox One lifetime sales by a significant amount. Now, the ind- industrial analysts have reported that Xbox Series X and S outsold the lifetime sales of Xbox One in almost 3 times in Japan. Now, this is a big story for Microsoft. That's a big
1: story for Japan. Well, for yeah. Microsoft
0: in Japan, they've been trying to break into this market for years and years and years and all of a sudden, now uh they're they're selling a lot more consoles, so much so that down here, it says that the industrial analysts reported that Twitter that combined the sales of the Xbox Series X and S in Japan have amounted up to 400,000 units, with with 227,000 being for the Series S and the 173,000 of the Series X. Uh, he also points out that while it's about three times more than the 140 million units sold of Xbox One sold over its complete lifetime, right? So this has only been out for two two years, and they've already tripled of what the sales were. Uh, almost 3 times the size of the sales of the Xbox 1. Now Microsoft current systems are still far behind the Xbox 360 since it sold 1.61 S- uh, million during the generation. I think that's supposed to be billion, not a million. No, that can't be. 1.6 million they already Oh, never mind. 1.61 million, yeah. And they've sold 400, 400 uh thousand units so far. So good news for Microsoft, right? They they finally kind of broke in into the market. They're they it,
1: That's a, it's a big deal for Japan. A lot of the Japanese didn't like Xbox at all. Right. I'm curious to know whether or not they have the statistical data is that the reason why that more people will play Xbox over there now is because of Game Pass. That's true. Like look. It's it's certainly not times, it's certainly not because of the first-person titles. Well, times are hard,
0: right? Times are hard. People are making less. Japan
1: lessons. Japan Japan's going through some shit right now. And and the
0: Series S is Cheap man, it's cheap. This is why I keep talking about. If they come out with that thumbstick, right, and they sell it for a hundred bucks, they're they're selling they're selling those things like hotcakes. Okay, I think people people get it because of Game Pass and because if you buy a Series S, which it almost is like two to one, right? What what does it say here again? It says two hundred twenty seven thousand to one hundred seventy three thousand, so it's not quite two to one, right? But still, two hundred twenty seven thousand units of the S's sold, which is that's a Game Pass system. Right? The S is a Game Pass system. Even though you can go out and buy digital copies, the S is a is a Game Pass system. So uh, let me go to, to the next thing. Microsoft runs uh Microsoft runs a pro union ad into push the acquired Activision Blizzard, right? So from the sales over in Japan. Microsoft goes into pushing because of Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. Microsoft has taken a huge advertisement in newspaper of Washington Post advocating for its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. One of the few major public moves of the company's support uh, proposed the acquisition is the last month. Curiosity of the ad is endorsement by both Microsoft and massive communication workers of of, of the American Union or the CWA. Now highlighting. Microsoft's past year of public maneuvers in favor of labor rights and the rights to employees to form unions. It's marked the alignment to give Microsoft just worked alongside the CWA to recognition and massive union forming that it's at ZeniMax Studios. It's part of the pattern that Microsoft is being very publicly open to union uh, formation, also as the direct response to Activision Blizzard's own behavior. So right now they're, they're playing the, uh, the, the, the marketing game, right? They're, they're, they're being sued they're in court they're trying to get activision blizzard to, to to go through so they're trying to play the good guys here right they're like oh yeah we're for the uh we're for the union and obviously all this stuff so this is more of a uh what what's the the goodwill i guess they're, they're they're running for for office right now right they're 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 holding babies and shaking hands this is what they're doing right now uh is that what you get from this Sarge, or is you get it from that more
1: that Anything- and no, uh, it's, it's correct. Anything to look good in the eyes of the public. Yeah. We save sick pro- puppies, Krebsy. Right. Exactly. Right. If, if you if you say you're pro union and people back you a little bit more, listen, it doesn't, listen, we already discussed this multiple times. It doesn't matter what they say. They're not going to have enough evidence to say that this deal is going to be a wash. The deal is going to go through. They're to have to pay a little bit more money for lawyers and whatnot, but it's going to go through. Right. Next up
0: real quick story. Is that uh, everyone's waiting for this game, Sarge? Gears of War, the card game. Rumors are true. Be ready for Gears of War, the card
1: game, deploys in
0: twenty twenty three.
1: The hell are we talking about here? I, we're talking about a, a. I'll be honest with you, a dead game. <laughs> a, a card game. I, I want to know. I want to know what the deal is with card games. I want to know. I want to know why they think that all these card games. As long as you throw an IP on top of them, it's supposed to be awesome, right? And let me ask you this question: Is it on my phone as an app, or as an actual there, card game like Magic? There's no information on it. That's that's it. What you see on the screen is what you get. I'm not interested. Red. Gears of War, though, sorry. I'm not even. I'm Gears not even war, interested. In, Gears of War. I'm not even. I'm not even interested <laughs> in another Gears of War game. Did you Never play the last one game? Did you play did you play the last one? The the, the more
0: open world esque type of one? It, it was more I like God of rem- War. I, I don't remember.
1: I I got to be honest, I don't remember. Is it the one where you're on the ski? Yes. The ski thing? Yeah, the skis With in the, the skis open world where you're driving around? around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, the, the, the next one I want to talk about Sarge is for real though car game? A car game. Yeah. Yeah. The next one, this this is going to bring up something here, right? So Sony Okay, Sony owns a patent, Sarge, that would force viewers to yell out brand names during commercials to end them. Okay, so for instance, you're watching a TV commercial. Okay, you have a Sony television and a McDonald's commercial comes on, but you don't want to watch the McDonald's commercial. So you have to scream out its name, McDonald's, and then it ends ends the commercial. This is dumb. (laughs) This
1: is so dumb. That's for real? This is a patent for real, yes. Yes. So let me ask you a question. Why is it the fact that I can't stop the commercial not patented, but the fact that I'm going to yell something at the TV to stop the commercial is patented? How does that work? Well, at this point, I think it's more like a video game, right? So it wants you to interact with it
0: to know that you're watching. Because right now, they don't know if you've seen the... the oh, you're bots. Not, you're talking about for bots. You're not this interacting. Is, this is the
1: battle bots. You're, I get it. You're
0: not interacting with the commercial. Oh, right now.
1: God. It just came to my head. That's right? why.
0: Right? You're not interacting with the commercial because you're not... They don't know if you're, if you're watching it, but if you see the brand and then say the name, they know you're watching it. So it's a win-win situation for them because, one, if you don't say anything, then you're watching the commercial. But if you answer and say the brand, then they know you've acknowledged what the commercial is, right? And then you can, you can stop the commercial. So it, it checks so, you off as a person that actually so creepy, interacted man. with that commercial. It's just,
1: it's just creepy. I'm not going to be yelling at my TV, man. Oh, you are. I do, that, I do that now. I do that now, but not to skip commercials. Right. It's like a game show. you are be sitting there watching the show. you would be like,
0: Burger King! <laughs> KFC! And then <laughs> your 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 wife walks in, and is like, "What
1: the? Like, what, hell are you, what are you? What are you screaming at?"
0: Gucci, <laughs> hey, you're, just, you're just screaming commercials out, right? And, and, and you'd be like, "Guess, it's, it's guess,
1: gonna...
0: <laughs> guess," and you'd be like, "What? Guess what? No, the commercials. Guess," and you're you're, you're screaming be, at your yeah, this is gonna be horrible. Can you imagine? Just think about this, Sergeant. Can you imagine our father watching a commercial and then sitting there, and he can't pronounce it correctly?
1: And That the commercial just, is just goes so on, on forever, it <laughs> just goes on, it just goes on forever, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: it just keeps playing like it's like, son of a bitch, I can't. My
1: all, my all,
0: he <laughs> <laughs> won't know how to say the name or something, it'll be fantastic, uh, good stuff, uh. Next yelling thing up, at the yelling at the TV
1: to skip commercials. Yeah, you gotta yell at to skip it. Yeah. Geico. Then people then people would just have a, a program that recognizes commercials and says it for you, right? Just like you're gonna play the game for me, right? Right. Right. Pretty soon. So, so wait. So Sony has the patent for the, play by for the game to play itself, yep. and for screaming at the screen. At, yeah. So think yell about this.
0: Because you're not playing the game anymore, Sarge. You could watch more right. commercials, and then you have to interact with right. the not, commercials. Right. The AI is just <laughs>
1: playing the game for me.
0: <laughs> I just started. It's
1: just, it's just so. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's
0: so dumb. So so ridiculous. It's 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 getting bad. All right. So the next thing, Sarge. Google confirms the exact shutdown time for Stadia. Okay, the end of Stadia oh,
1: is there a countdown yeah, the, clock? The
0: end of Stadia is ga- coming soon. I'm gonna have a party as Google reveals the precise time of streaming service permanent exits from the gaming world. Okay, the closure of Stadia, which was made public last year, late last year, caught many people off guard and it didn't. Did it? Did it? Right, <laughs> because of a great deal, the satisfaction <laughs> of Stadia has never been a huge hit with gamers, caught as, off guard. as it was plagued. <laughs> By a lot of problems such as connection issues, weak marketing, and the lack of AAA games, those issues coupled uh, coupled with the poor sales caused Google to officially pull the plug on the creation. So Google has specifically that Stadia will permanently shut down on all services on January 18th of this year. Oh, hold on, Abe Abe's calling in. Abe, what what can I help you with? What can I? Oh, you've been vagoted. I'm sorry, Stadia. I'm I'm so sorry, Stadia. You you were you were with us for a bit. You were with us for a bit. So Stadia is no longer with us. Salute. Pour one out. Pour one out for Stadia.
1: So what you're talking about? Like in six days?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jan- January 18th at 11:59 p.m. Pacific. Okay, if you're if you're playing a Stadia, <laughs>
1: I I deactivated myself. I've deactivated myself. I, I'm, deacti- I'm deactivated. It's over. Myself.
0: So Google will also offer automatic refunds for any purchase games uh, of content from the Stadia Store, other than the Stadia Pro subscription. All Stadia hardware purchases are also eligible for a refund as long as they're if they were brought uh, from the Google Store. And by the middle of January 2023, they plan to complete the majority of the reimbursements. The Stadia Cloud gaming platform initially appeared as the full promise when it was the first introduced in 2019 uh so yeah i i I just want to say there was a I, I said this a couple of <laughs> months ago. there was a person on the show uh on a other podcast that we used to do It was a guest on the podcast, okay, and he came on and he was so excited the day of stadia came out, and I said, that won't last two years, and I was wrong I was wrong it it lasted three years. And 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 it's it's gone. I said this system will not last two years. And technically, it came out like what mid two thousand nineteen, so twenty twenty one. Yeah, so it lasted three years. So, but yeah, so Stadia is gone. I'm sorry. The Destiny community is gonna be is gonna be really shaken by this because I think the five people <laughs> that were playing, uh, what was that game? What was the game that the guy was playing? Oh, was it Babylon Five? Babylon, not
1: Babylon Five.
0: Babylon fall that the guy Babylon's from, fall. yeah. The one guy was playing.
1: He wants to train. He wants to train. He wants to he he, He's been playing it. He's been playing it for so long. Oh, no, that, the, for the that, character. Was,
0: that was the red dead redemption. The guy on red dead redemption had 6,000 yes. hours on stadium. <laughs> That's right. 6,000 hours. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, make sure, make sure you submit your questions. Uh, make sure you submit your questions over in the, uh, uh, what's it called? uh make sure you you submit your questions for the questions section of the show uh, and also if you're watching this and you've been here for the entire show hit that like button It helps us out I, I see the like buttons a, a little low compared to the viewership all you have to do is hit that like button you don't have to talk in the chat you could be a lurker but helping uh, helping us by hitting that like button helps us out uh the next one up sarge is the Saudi arabians uh have purchased more stock in Nintendo shares okay the Saudi Arabia is set to become the fifth largest Holder of Nintendo uh, shares after increasing the investments in the company to over 6%. Okay. Saudi Arabia now owns 6.07% of Nintendo after the country's public investment fund increased the stake of Japanese uh, company uh, in a filing on Thursday. This is a 1% increase from its last May when it was also PIF announced that it had bought up to 501% of Nintendo shares to add to its growing portfolio of international investments. Now, I totally forgot to bring this up when uh, for Ubisoft, but the Saudi Arabians could potentially buy Ubisoft, right? Like the government of Saudi Arabia, the the, I, the country <laughs> could so. could purchase because they're they're looking for different things. Saudi Arabia, I believe, just purchased or is going to purchase WWE wrestling from Vince McMahon as well. So they're out there buying That's a lot of weird. stuff.
1: That's also weird.
0: Do you know why they're doing this? I guarantee you, they're going to buy the wrestling and put it in their their city that no one's going to so they can get people to come over there to not see wrestling right it's it's basically use WWE to advertise for the city that no one's going to
1: i bet you that's what it is i mean i guess that i guess they see what Nintendo's slate of games are going to be so the stock should be going up but all that oil prospectus it's says well, like they built cities in the middle of a desert. They're building a giant line city in the middle of the desert. Well, like it's, right, right. <laughs> all this crazy stuff that they're doing to try to jumpstart an economy. Because well, once, once you got to think of it this way once the oil's gone, what else do they have? Well, that's, so, why,
0: that's why I buy gas at the gas station, Sarge, because I want to invest uh, in the developers of Nintendo's stock share. Right. So <laughs> I, I want to buy oil. Uh, that's, that's why I buy gas so I can help Nintendo and the devs out there.
1: I mean, Nintendo. I think is the solid investment because of oh, what sure. they have. Sure. Yeah. I just think it's funny that they're they're uh, the. They're well, they're not investing it. In, they're not investing in Microsoft or Sony. So. All right, we got. Maybe they, know, maybe, maybe they know something.
0: We got two quick stories. We got Apple. Uh, rumor is rumor mill. Take it with a grain of salt. Apple reportedly releasing a AR slash VR headset in the fall. All right. So Apple's getting into so the both uh, together. AR VR. Right. Right, so you can use it as VR and you can use it as AR. So basically, my question is, Sarge, do you think this will be better than AR or VR? Because this is AR VR, right? It's one one thing that does both. So, do you think Apple will beat everybody else that's been trying to do something? Right, because they have the VR headsets for years. Do you think Apple comes in? They didn't. They didn't make the phone, but they they fixed the phone. I, right. So are, I, these, are they going to fix the VR headset?
1: I still think the R&D department is working on how people perceive the photos in the goggles. Once they have it down to where the type of projection that's being shown causes fewer people to have dizziness, vertigo, like once they figure out what to do in that aspect, then VR will take off. Like that's that's the deciding factor. The number of people that that can't handle it because of being dizzy and all kinds of stuff like I, that's the deciding factor. Yeah. I think once no- once they figure out what it is they got to do with that pair of goggles that will be the next st- stage of gaming for sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. I I I no matter who makes a headset, whoever does whatever, until we get like neuro implants and people are like born with this stuff, you're always going to have this gap of people get sick or nauseous or there's either the price gap. There's either the, I don't know if I'm going to like it because I can't afford it gap. Right. Or I'll tell the you the people that just don't want to wear stuff on their
1: face. All right. So I'll use an experience from my childhood, right? When we were kids, we would have toy guns and we would pretend there'd be dinosaurs running around the neighborhood and we'd have to go and shoot them. Right. And they were chasing us. Right. right? I think the step in the right direction for AR like legit like a legit step in the right direction is to be able to put your phone and attach it to a gun right like where the scope is and you're walking much around do that now you you can you can and actually see the stuff that's there that's not there like in your imagination would be and you get to shoot it and you get to shoot the stuff right. that you think is there like that that's the step in for the AR yeah, thing yeah this is like ready ready player one type of thing right if you have this here this is
0: what it looks like by the way it's just it's I, just like goggle. the cat
1: it's just like the catch the pokemon thing right that's the original one you see the pokemon on the screen you catch him yeah he's sitting in the middle of my yard same thing i except think i get to run around with I a gun the, looking at my fo- yeah, phone I, in I think front the of difference you, though right is
0: with the phone i gotta hold it up in front of me and then you're looking, you don't gotta hold it. right
1: attach is attached to the gun No, i
0: understand that but you're looking through your camera the phone with the ar glasses it's just like you're putting glasses on and then you can just see the world with dinosaurs running around you right now now yeah. you see kids in the I park think- and they're like, ah, they're just like running across yeah. the park. Yeah. I, yeah. Th- I think that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. D Tom says, uh, no. Cause, uh, my AirPods can't even connect reliable. <laughs> 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 uh, Jesse back says I laugh when Apple beat out Sony one day, uh, I will laugh. I mean, there'll be one day that there was, there was rumors like, Three years ago, four years ago, that Apple was going to straight up buy Sony. Sony was so close to becoming bankrupt at one point that they decided they were going to sell it off and Apple was going to buy them. But then they got turned around because Xbox sucked balls and Sony made PlayStation and like made a better system and they made a a, a crap ton of money. Right. And that's that's exactly why uh, Sony got saved, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So their TV sales were back back uh yeah they, they were losing market share and everything. So cuz Samsung's number 1, LG's number 3, Sony's number 2 in the in the television market. So yeah, so that's uh the AR stuff. Uh the last thing, Sarge, if you could give us a synopsis of what's happening, right, with Dungeons and Dragons right now.
1: Well, you you should really you should really look it up. I'll just give you the the Yeah, give us the give us the Yeah. All right. So back in back in 2010 okay uh wizards of the coast came up with a new licensing that allowed third party people to make content for dungeons and dragons that could be sold right that's basically what it was so people were making modules they come out with things and there was a there was a license agreement of what you could and could not make currently right now apparently whoever the new leader of uh, Hasbro is and the new guy in charge of Wizard of the Coast have decided that they are not monetizing D&D enough, right? And I think this stems from the two years of the coof, and what ended up happening is all these people decided to play and they saw these giant gains in revenue. And then when life went back to normal, all those people went away. Instead of trying to cultivate those people and make it something that's actually fun to do maybe once or twice uh, a month, that you lost those people back to reality because they had to go back to work, they had to go back to the other things. And so now they're they're mad because they can't do exponential growth forever, and that's normal, right? And so now all of a sudden, it's the day of reckoning. The new licensing agreement basically states that if you make any content based off of our... IP, number one, I can take it from you, kick you out of your own license, and then start selling your product as it was my own. Right. Right. Then I can also change the contract. Right. Also, I can change the contract at any time. And so basically what the third party people are now doing is, is they got wind of this, wizards hasn't said anything they haven't even released it yet but it leaked it leaked out and so so everyone's like well if that's the way you feel about it then everyone will now just make up their own game right like legit just make up their own game with their own rules right and then you won't make a dime off anything because they wanted like they wanted like a 25 percent cut of whatever you made like period like, for instance, let's say you had a Kickstarter going for for a module that you were making. Right. Right? So let's say you made $800,000 for Kickstarter, right? So let's say you didn't break even. Like, whatever you, whatever it cost you to make it, you didn't break even. Doesn't matter. You owe on the $800,000 to Wizards of the Coast, even though you didn't make enough money to supply the actual product. Right. Like, it's, it's bizarre world. If anybody wants to know about it, you should really read into it a little bit more. It's crazy right now. So right now, basically, D&D is blowing themselves up because if they lose all the third party people who have made the modules all this time, then no one wants to play. Nobody cares about D&D anymore. The issue is, is that actual Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast don't make shit. You've had the IP for years. You're selling all this product, all the little miniatures you sell in the stores, all the other, you guys don't do anything. Like you don't write a book. You don't right. make a mod, You let everybody else do it because you don't feel like doing it. And now you want to collect on everybody that's ever, that's made everything in the last 10 years. Like, so people have to destroy their own channels. have to just blow up right. their own. Like nobody, nobody wants to talk about the D anymore. Like you basically, they're going to implode. It's, it's the, it's the most ridiculous thing I've I've seen they, in a while. They basically and it, and, and it hasn't it. released yet. Yeah, yeah, but it hasn't released yet. The actual document hasn't released yet. They delayed it again.
0: Well, uh, I, sometime I, next week. I did hear this right. So the the open game license that was supposed to come out that got leaked. They they took the software down, <laughs> right, and they made a two and, and they took it down quietly, and then they op they put it back up. Okay. And when they put it yeah. back
1: up, you're talking, you're, talking about the, you're talking about D&D Beyond, is what you're talking yes, about. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. They put the, the license agreement back up. Okay.
1: The app. Yeah. Yeah. The app.
0: And they hid the
1: cancellation
0: thing off yeah, they, off site. Okay. Yeah. So, so now, now you, have to, you have to jump through hoops. Right. So now you have to jump through hoops to cancel because they're making shitty changes and people want to cancel their membership. So they closed down the app, did a fix. Threw the app back up and, and, took, you can't and took the cancellation button off of the app, and you have to follow these banners and stuff to get off to third, site to a, third, to a third, party. third party to a third party site to cancel your your thing. That's how fucked up it is. That is Activision it, level bullshit.
1: Are we far enough into the show? I Yeah, we're we're
0: almost at the end of. The show. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they dis- if they
0: demonetize us for that at the end of a two hour show, just, 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 edit it, it. It. just edit it out. No, just just I'll edit just cut it, it out. i just
1: it out. Yeah. Just, just cut this out.
0: Yeah. So it's it's crazy to me what's going on with Dungeons and
1: Dragons right now, right? What's crazy to me is you they they have all the time in the world to come up with all the material they have. You just make stuff up. It's first of all, not not to start a rant this late in the game, but the game is all in your mind. Yeah. It's an imagination game. Yep. Right. So I sell you books that have ideas in them so you can make stuff up in your head. How are you trying to monetize that? Right. Right. (laughs) The only way you can monetize that World Wizards of the Coast is is for you to sell the little figures and little guys and stuff that you want us to buy. That's your selling point. And maybe how about this? Have an author write a book. Like that's all you have to do. You're a publishing company. You're not a tyrannical corporation that's trying to consume all third party
0: people. Uh, I, what the hell happened? I have a question. Do they and maybe Chad can answer this. Does Wizard of the Coast uh do they sell blueprints of 3D printing uh, characters on yes. their site?
1: Do they sell three D yes. printer they do. This is this this is, this is the issue, right? The issue is as long as you don't name the same thing that's named in the book from D and D, right? You can make the same character. You, they didn't. You can't copyright the creature that's been around for forty years right. by pulling it out of your ass. Like you just can't all of a sudden say this is mine. Like seventy-five people drew that thing over the last forty years. Right. Right. It, it's not yours anymore. It's it's the community's thing. If if you want to make more money, then make something like it's a business make something people want well, and they'll what, give you money that's what i'm saying they want, if they they're put, trying to collect money from everyone no, no no
0: but what i'm saying is if they put some effort into like they get a sculptor to use blender and then in blender they sell the blueprint so anyone can download that blueprint for a yeah. fee for a fee and then they can yeah, print out yeah, the yeah. thing on their own 3d printer is what i'm saying sure. that's that's what they're i was asking. That,
1: they're, they're doing that now without them
0: no i understand that i understand that you can make your yeah. own character i'm yeah. saying does Wizard of a Coast charge you for a blueprint to so you can print on your 3D they printer? Don't,
1: they don't bother they don't bother. Well that's they what I'm saying. So
0: they don't make a character. So let's say they wrote a book with new uh, characters, and then they sell yeah. you the characters. If you don't want to buy the book, they have new yep. characters and they go, Here's a new yep. character that we designed ourselves, yep. and we wanted yep. you to sell it so you can buy it for, yep. for a lower I, fee so you can so yeah. you can print it on
1: your 3D printer. And now I take that character, remove one limb, call it something else, now it's mine. Sure. But you have to pay but that, for that blueprint. But that's what, no, that's they To go make their own. they can just go make their own. This is where we are. This is where we are. You have a company that doesn't make anything anymore, and they want to now capitalize on everybody else's imagination by collecting fees from those people because they've been working on third parties. How do you think D&D lasted this long? So, uh, what do like, you, what How do you, do you
0: think it lasted this long? How long do you think before they just, they just sell it off to some other, <laughs> other person?
1: Oh, I I don't I don't think Wizards will be hanging on too much longer. The, if if this if this OGL releases in the state that it's actually in, that's that the state that it's leaked in. If that's the way it releases, I think they're done. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're done. There, it, I, this is this is the last this is the last gasp of someone who's trying to get greedy on something that's been around for forty years. Like all of a sudden now, I'll, and I'll tell you I'll tell you this, what this stems from. Right, what this stems from, and if you're a, if you're a D and D nerd, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And if you don't, I'm sorry. You can look up the, the information. Nerds. Right, critical role during the pandemic got people to watch people playing D and D only because they are voice actors and they know how to act and they embellished and they made it a show. Right, they made it a show, so everyone started watching them yeah. like a theater. And then they used to go to theaters, and then they got pe- more people to watch them. And then more and more people started to watch it because nobody was doing anything but staying home, okay? We love – Those people who loved D&D, continued to love D&D. And because Critical Role made so much money getting people to come back to D&D, Wizards of the Coast said, oh, wait a minute, we can't have this right. and not be – and we can't have not part of this, Right. Did they do any of that? Did they attempt to do anything to, to publicize a game that's been around for 40 years that's in your head? Okay, no. But as soon as they smelled the blood in the water, they started this nonsense. They started this, right? We're about to find out how long this goes. I, I'll tell you what, anybody who still plays the D&D, they don't care because they know all they need to do is buy a buck of rule, a book of rules. Or make up the rules yourself, right. and you sit around and you, and you play. That's the game. Right. You're sitting in a room talking to each other. <laughs> like that's the. Yeah. It's not an actual. It. It's not this, right? <laughs> this is an actual game, right? D and D is in your mind, right. and, and they're trying to capitalize on your brain. It yeah. doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah, well, it doesn't make sense.
0: We'll see how that that story uh, goes around.
1: Uh, uh, <clears throat> it's supposed to come out next week. We're gonna find out next week.
0: Right, well, I'm sure we'll we'll have an update next week. So we have a Q&A s- section of the show, and the questions that we have right now is the first one from s- Smashville Viking. Is Sarge wearing pants, as he says every single week? Are you wearing pants? Second, yeah. Krebsy Gaming says, With Ubisoft stock plummeting, does it seem to be repairing anytime soon, uh,
1: or who do you think buys them? I
0: think we already answered this. Uh, we, we answered
1: this during the show. I think their, I, their their business model fits perfectly in with Microsoft. Yeah, I, I, th- and and, it, and I think Microsoft. And if Sony decides to go down Microsoft's route by doing the same thing, then they also could be in the running, right? Because they want they want something that causes them to have reoccurring spending, regardless of the actual sale price of the game. That's basically what it is. I'm trading I'm trading initial sales for long term re- reoccurring money. Sarge starts off the screen hold on one second all right there he is Oh, you're good oh, yeah. you're
0: good um the next question comes from big T what video game franchise would you recreate in film form if you owned a film company what video game franchise i would i would i would do a mass effect film i would do a mass effect film if i owned a franchise uh, movie company i would i would do yeah, I would one hundred percent make the trilogy of Mass Effect one, two, and three, and I would completely change everything. Make sure it's uh, diversified. I would, uh, I would, I would, I would make, I would make the aliens all humans, and then make the humans aliens to diversify it. No, but really, I would, I would just make Mass Effect, and I would stick one hundred percent to the lore of the actual game, and I would tell my actors to go play the fucking game so they know what the characters are in the game. Because I would like them to be as close as possible to the actual lore of the game. That's
1: what I would do. I would do a Mass Effect series. I gotta cut that out out now, too. Oh, there's so many IPs, man. And a lot of them already have bad movies out. I I think Gears of War make a good movie. Yeah, I think Gears, I think Gears of War would be a good movie.
0: Batista's been tr- been been trying to get him to play uh, Phoenix for for I don't know a decade. He wants to be he yeah. wants to play Marcus Phoenix. Like I
1: I think I think well like Final Fantasy perhaps, yeah, that's like a whole, level. I, a whole nother level, a whole nother level, a whole other level. I think it would look too much. It would look too much cheesy uh, to do with all the graphics for that though. I think you could probably do a, a Gears of War though. Oh, for we got sure to, we got to to, we, War. we've we've got we've got the technology now. Gears of War for got sure. the Netflix deal. <laughs> oh,
0: did they? So they are coming out with a Gears of War then real soon. Last of Us just came out on HBO, or it's coming out. I don't know if it's good or bad, uh, but I do know it's not accurate to the story. Oh, get this, Sarge. One of the one of the articles written, they this is why I made the joke of uh, I would let my actors. They told the actresses and actors not to play the video game, so it wouldn't persuade them on how they act. Like they don't want them to know anything about the lore of the game,
1: right? So you don't want anything. You don't want anything from the source material, right?
0: And then another you, thing. You
1: basically, but so basically, you want to make up your own stuff by taking something into somebody else's idea,
0: right? And then on yeah. top of that, they. Uh, oh Where was I going with this? Um, oh shoot, I forgot where I was going with this. They 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 told them not to watch the thing. There was something else about Last of Us. Oh, they, the Last of Us writers said that, you know, it's, it's different when you play a video game and you die in a video game because it has no impact. So in a show like this, it has impact. I'm like, unless you kill somebody in the actual real life for the show, it's just like a video game. Like, it's not like they die in the show and they're dead in real life. The video game they die. It's just pixels. That's that's what they said. They said it's just pixels, and I was like, that sounds like a person that's never so played a so video game.
1: Right, right, exactly. So what you're saying is I have no emotional attachment to the to the to the pixels right. on the screen, which is a complete fallacy. Right, right. Because if there I have are no more emotion, people, there are the there are more people that cried playing Final Fantasy just listening to the story than anything else. Right, right. They
0: have no emotional attachment to that. And I'm like, you've never played a video game before. You've never because, played a video game because before. Because a video game has more attachment because you're the actual character that you're controlling, right? Yep. It's. It, it, I was just like, oh, As, boy. Asinine. Yeah, I was asinine. Like, oh, boy. Uh, the last question comes from Krebsy. He says, will Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts Legacy outsell or in equivalent to Starfield on Xbox? Well, that's hard to say, Krebsy, because... Starfield is not selling a game. They're selling subscription things, right? So how do we measure that? Because we know, look, even if people do go buy Starfield, Starfield sales are not going to be anywhere near what Hogwarts <laughs> is cuz Hogwarts everyone has to buy Hogwarts. Yeah. Not everyone has to buy Starfield. So yeah. I'm going to say to answer your question, yes, Hogwarts it wins. will outsell Starfield. Yeah,
1: Hogwarts. Yes. Hogwarts wins, yeah. Just by that logic, gonna be, it's going to be so strange. Yeah, we start getting we start getting data from that. It's going to be so bizarre. Well, I don't even think we're I don't even think we're going to get data. They're just going to tell you, oh, like,
0: first week, like ten million people. Starfield's
1: out. It's doing well. <laughs> right, bunch of bunch of people are playing it. It's doing well.
0: I literally said Starfield's equivalent. Yeah, but what is that? What is the equivalent of Starfield? Like, how would you take a sale to nothing that you don't know what the sales are going to be? How? How? I can't answer that because you, there's not going to be sales for Starfield. Right now, Starfield has 30 million people. With, without knowing anything, 30 million people have, have, uh, have, access Pass, have access to it. Right? So, Seven Systems is 30 million people going to play Hogwarts, I guess. Number of people playing the game, but you, I mean, I don't. I think there's going to be more. I think it outsells. If you're if you're talking selling or people playing, I think if you, if the question is stated, if I think Hogwarts is going to have more people than Starfield, I'm still going to say yes because Hogwarts in the fan base of that. I think there's people in the world that don't even know Bethesda's making Starfield, where Hogwarts. I think everyone that's a Harry Potter well fan known. knows that's coming out.
1: Yeah, well known. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Hogwarts.
0: I'm still going. I'm still going Hogwarts. People, money, whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't. I don't know how you. How, yeah, I don't know how. It's you...
1: gonna be a strange couple of weeks coming up. <clears throat> I what I I'm really what I'm really sad inside is the fact that literally, and I mean this literally, everything from my childhood is being destroyed. Like everything from my childhood is being targeted. Well now we're on now we're on D and D. You well, already <laughs> screwed up my Scooby Doo. Like what is it? What is it with you people? Like why don't you just leave my childhood alone? Like what is it? Well, I don't get it.
0: I on the on not
1: on the same as ruining things, Sarge, but
0: today on my show, and this will be the last thing we talk about, we literally came up with I said this is the greatest year of video games for me ever because we have it's 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 nerd it's nerd nerdgasm this year because we have uh, Harry Potter game like a Hogwarts yep. game we yep. have a Star Wars game of Jedi Survivor coming out we yep. have a Marvel game of Spider-Man 2 coming out we have a yep. DC game of of, of uh, Suicide Squads coming out okay yep. potentially we have a Transformers IP coming out this year okay on top of that there's supposed to be a Starship Troopers game coming out later this year then there's also a Lord of the Rings Gollum game that's coming out this year Then we have Avatar, which is the new big franchise, which is coming out this year. There's seven or eight games. Oh, I forgot. RoboCop. RoboCop is also coming out this year. So there's eight games of franchises. There's going to be trouble. (laughs) Yeah. So there's eight games of IPs of either massive franchises, right? We have the biggest franchises in the world all coming out with something this year. The big ones. Crazy. Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and now Avatar, right? So you have five oh and uh, well, Transformer's not well, it's big, but Avatar's huge, right? Even though it's only been one movie, two movies, still a huge franchise, people love it, whatever. So like that's insane. In one year, one year, all these same if, if they all coming, if they're all stick to the dates, yes. Sure. sure, there's always that. but you get two right off the bat, you get Hogwarts and you get Jedi Survivor coming out in the first three months. I don't think I don't think that's ever happened before, where you have every single major franchise that people know all coming out with some sort of video game in the same year.
1: It's gonna be interesting. So
0: I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Chief says no more original uh, originality is the problem. Yeah, I I I feel like that everything that we've seen, we're gonna there's no originality because no one no one watches anything. They're, they just well, I shouldn't say don't watch anything. They, they're they're just closed minded. They're like, I saw Back to the Future. What about if I write Back to the Future and they make a new Back to the Future? Like instead of going, you know what? I really like the movie Back to the Future. What about if I made a movie like Back to the Future, but it's not Back to the Future? I made mean, a completely. I, I said this today with the uh, Velma, the Scooby Doo show that's on HBO Max is getting destroyed. Sarge, right? I said. Why are you making a Scooby-Doo show? Why don't you just make a show like Scooby-Doo, right? Because they they changed. They don't don't have the talent. They don't have the talent. They race-swapped two characters, okay? They got rid of Scooby, okay? And it's it's like a prequel. And I'm like, why didn't you just get four people that are solving
1: mysteries? It's called Party
0: Boys. Yeah, but like Scooby-Doo, but make it your own. Why are you taking the IP of Scooby-Doo and then shitting on it? You know what I mean?
1: Because it's to destroy the past. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to
0: me. It doesn't make no, any it
1: sense. Does, it does. When you're, trying to, when you're trying to rewrite history, it makes perfect sense. Because you take the old guard and you rewrite it into the new guard. And then if everyone believes you, then there is no old guard. Wait, That's how it works. Right. I,
0: I always made fun of this when I was – I said – before I had a kid, I said, I'm if I ever had a kid – this is before I had a kid – I said, I'm going to make him listen to the Weird Al Yankovic songs and tell him – that Michael Jackson did a cover of his songs, right? Because that would
1: be, he he he'd believe you. He over would believe time it, if you...
0: right? I've also said that if the world came to an end, and some alien race came to the planet and they found the book of Harry Potter, okay, they would think that is the Bible, right? And then they would believe that was a true story and believe and and then tell grand stories of the thing, right? Because that's that's basically what they're doing. You're retelling stories. That didn't happen before with the lore, right? I don't know. El says, or make the people that inspire the original Scooby gang. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That would be interesting. Control C, Control V, change a few words. That's it. <laughs> no, you don't even need to do that, Krebsy. You can use chat GPI and the whole, and then the AI can just write the story for you. You don't even need to, you don't even need to copy paste anymore. Classic uh, says, "The real question is with Velma Scooby Show is why there are half naked girls in the high school locker room. Because, why? Why not? I mean,
1: they, I, got, I got I got the answer for you. It starts with a G and ends with a G, but I'm not going to say the, the word. The
0: synopsis of the show. I said this earlier in my other show. Literally says Fred has a small penis." Okay, that's in the synopsis that Fred has a mansion and his privates are small. Like, why is that even a thing? But whatever. Hey, they won't be happy until they crush everyone's childhood. Uh, but what's what's next on the docket? Anyway. Uh, uh, I'm playing Division 2. That That'll be it for tonight. We do appreciate you for... Coming out and hanging out with us each and every single week on Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 339 is in the can. We do appreciate you. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, hit that like button. It's absolutely free. You can hit the subscribe button. That's uh, also free. Uh, if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member. Uh, and if you're not a member, as little as four ninety nine, you can become a member. We do lots of different content on this uh, channel. We do uploads. We do live shows four days a week in the mornings. Uh, in the morning called The Daily Grind. We do this podcast Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we do Let's Plays three nights a week, Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, so lots and lots of different content on this. So I do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you guys on Monday.
1: Game on, guys.
0: They're two brothers and game.